we're back with another episode. Welcome back to another episode of The Face-Off with Fleming and Fowler. Don't forget to hit the download button and subscribe to our podcast wherever podcasts are available. Liturgical. That's a real term. With the ribbons? Yeah, but the ribbons in church. Aww. Yeah, liturgical. I didn't grow up black, so I don't know what that is. <laughs> liturgical is like a universal term. It's more liturgical. For the liturgy? More so on, no, it's more so in the white churches than it is in the black church, to be honest really? with you. Yeah. My church didn't have dancers. We had altar boys. Oh, you're Catholic. That's right. Yeah. yeah you can't have girls flaunting around. Yeah, today's All Saints Day. Oh, well, we did talk about All Saints Day yeah. on the last podcast. Did you ever find out? Here's a question. Did you ever find out if Jesus is a saint? <laughs> That's a real question. I, the people want to know. Is Jesus a saint? I found this on the web. Of course Jesus is a saint, not a saint from his sanctity that believe. What the Okay, fuck? that's not telling us. Should I text my Nana? Yeah, you need to text somebody to find out if Jesus was a saint. That was your homework from the last podcast. I'm going to text my episode. Catholic school friends. Yeah. Is Jesus a saint? I again, I continue to say Jesus is the saint of all saints. That's just my personal opinion. I'm Lord not Catholic. Lord of lords, host of hosts, kings of kings. He's the king of kings and the Lord of lords. He's a prince Hallelujah. of peace. Is Jesus a saint? He's a prince of peace. Ha <laughs> ha. No other name above his name. Yes, Lord. I'm keeping. When did we podcast. turn it? Do we need? To, we need to interview a preacher. I was gonna say we need, we need to interview Jesus. <laughs> I'd love to interview Jesus. Well, my my brother-in-law, he's a he's a pastor. He's coming God, in. Get him December. on the farm. I mean, oh my we, God. Yeah, we can perfect. Yeah. We have to. Yeah, I have so gonna, many questions. Yeah. First, if I had to interview Jesus, what would your first question be? Go. My first of all, I wouldn't ask a question. I would simply say thank you. Oh, that's good. I would ask what happened to John Benet Ramsey. <laughs> I'm just okay. I I'm need sorry. to know. Out of all the questions to ask Jesus, you would ask about someone else? Because I'm so sure it was the brother. You know, that's an interesting take. I think the brother killed her on accident. But what would he do with a what, what did he do with her body? No, I think he like got pissed off, hit her, and she like was unresponsive, died on the floor. The parents were like, "Fuck, well, we already lost one kid. We can't lose the other one. We're gonna hide it. Like we're gonna cover it up." Well, yeah, a lot of people thought that the parents were involved in it as no, well. No, I definitely think they covered it up, but I think he is the one who killed her. You know what? I would ask God though, to be completely honest with you, and this is not like a blasphemous or anything like that. I would genuinely ask God, do you ever hear the prayers of black people? And why did black oh. people have to go through slavery and no other race went through that? Like what was the, what was the reasoning behind that and the lasting effect that that has had on the African-American community even now that we are still discriminated against? More see, than any I wouldn't race. ask that question because I don't know that I'll like the answer. But see, I want to know the answer, even if I don't like it. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely ask God that. I was, like I said, I would first say thank you. Thank you for dying on the cross for me because I didn't deserve that. Thank you. And then number two, do you hear the prayers of black people and why do we go through all this stuff? Well, yeah. um, the results are in my Holy Rollers group chat. Dang, of, that was fast. Uh, my middle school friends from Catholic school. Okay. Um, no, he's God. No, technically he's God's son, but also God because of the Trinity. So I'm getting no saint vibes. So he is not a saint. He's not a saint. Well, I, I did say that on the last podcast. I said maybe he's not a saint because he is 
God. So that may be, he cannot be a saint because he is the saint of all saints, technically, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay, you can start now. Sorry. Glad no, we, I'm keeping all that in. Oh, perfect. Yeah. All right, guys. Welcome to another episode. We are back at it again. Um, we have some an interesting episode for you guys today. We're going to be talking about, you know, a lot of different things. Um, obviously, one of the biggest things that we have to talk about, even though we're sick of talking about it, um, this upcoming election, which this episode will actually be coming out on election day. So those of you who have not taken advantage of early voting in your your perspective state, please, please, please send off your ballot. That Don't even send them off. Go take them there personally. Um, and also go in person to vote. Um, this is one of the most important elections ever that we have ever faced in my personal and opinion. Isn't it insane to think that like 50 years ago you'd get beaten up if you tried to go vote? Like Absolutely. they just kick your ass at the polls. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Well, it's, it's insane, but history is repeating itself because now you have people trying to intimidate others to vote a certain way. Um, even this past weekend, there was in North Carolina, the police officers were, um, pepper spraying, I guess, protesters that were at the polls. I don't know what they were protesting for. If they were protesting for the fact of free speech, go ahead and vote. Or if they were trying to intimidate people from being there to vote. I don't know the full story of it. I just happened to glance um, at a social media site that was um, talking about how police officers in North Carolina were um, pepper spraying protesters. So, But that's one of the reasons why I take voting so seriously is because someone else literally fought and died for me to have the opportunity to vote. So how dare I sit home and not do it when that right was was fought, you know, fought for. Not not just as an African American, but also as a woman as well. Remember women can vote at one point. It's on suffrage. Exactly. So all the women that, you know, sit here and oh, we support the men. Remember, they wanted to shut your ass up. Actually they did shut your ass up for many years. So be grateful that you even have the opportunity to speak your opinion. That yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So um First, we want to bring up. So, um, yesterday, how was your week? Yes. Why do I always do this? I don't know She's why. Just down to the nitty gritty. No, no, no. I don't, I don't know what that says no, about no. her as a person, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but just think about it. First of all, I want to know how your week went first. Oh my god! Yes. Wow. Thank you. My week was pretty good. Yeah. My brother celebrated his birthday yesterday. Woohoo! Love Happy birthday, only, brother! Only Scorpio for me. Can't do a lot. How of old them. did he turn? He turned eighteen. I'm Ooh, shocked. Yeah, he voted. He got his license. Cool. Beans. He got his senior pictures taken. He's way hotter than I was when I was a senior. So I'm <laughs> jealous because he doesn't use it like he should. I was gonna um, say he's more popular than you were. No, he oh. wishes. I was a popular one. He's the attractive one. Oh. I have better comedic timing. He takes forever to tell a story. Oh, okay. Well, happy birthday, brother. Happy yeah. 18th birthday. Shout out to you, James Mason. Oh, um, James Mason. We happy went, birthday. Yeah, we went to a Brazilian steakhouse, and I showed an amazing amount of self-control. By doing what? You know how they just walk around with all the meat? It's just like meat on skewers, and there's yeah. cutting the meat, cutting the meat, cutting the meat. And I was like, Alyssa, you don't need to eat all this meat. You're going to vomit. <laughs> Wait, here's a question. Who paid for the meal? My mom. Oh, you should have just kept eating. I mean, yeah, it doesn't really Can you not take any of it home? Like, just store it in your napkin? You can't can't do leftovers because it's like... uh, Okay, here's the thing. Buffets gross me out. Yeah. But this is different because it's like they're coming to you. It's a hand buffet. Yeah, it's like the original COVID friendly buffet like (laughs) just one person touching the meat and going around to every table you take your slice that's it yeah um but we bought a bottle of wine and i was like i can't leave this bottle of wine so i have to leave room for the wine wine. of course don't waste the wine yeah and then i knew we had cookie cake at home it was a struggle i've never had to you know 
I mean, I've always had to tell myself to stop eating, but I rarely ever truly act on it. Especially when it's on somebody else's diet. Exactly. Yeah. I'm surprised. It's, you know, 2020. It's a year of A lot change. of changes in me. I used to yeah. like the chocolate donuts from the gas station. I now like the powdered donuts from the gas station. I'll take both. I just don't like the little crunchy ones or the ones with the crunchy oh, yeah, stuff the on cinnamon, there. Yeah, oh, gross. So yeah, we're just making a lot of changes and end of the year here. I feel good about myself. My week good. was good. Work was good. I felt like I finally had a groove. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, that's good. How was your week? My week was pretty, um, pretty lame. <laughs> I uh, was in COVID again this week. Um, and we'll get more into to a particular issue that not issue, but a, a thing that happened that again, just kind of puts reality back into check, um, or back into place. Um, with the patient that I had that was in the COVID unit, but I was in the COVID unit this week. Um, but then I also started my lock journey um, for those that um, obviously we have like a cartoon, uh, cartoon-esque or caricature-esque um, profile picture. But in real life, I am natural. My hair is in its natural state and I have been natural for about 12 years and I'm over it officially, officially over it. So I actually um, got my hair done by my best friend's mom. Shouts out to Miss Mama Claudia. And um, she twisted my hair for me. And yeah, I'm starting to I'm, I'm starting locks. And so October 30th was my official lock day. So. For the melanily challenged people out there, she's referring to dreadlocks. So they're not called dreadlocks. Let me give you a quick history. Oh wait, they're not do, dreadlocks. No, do not never call locks dreadlocks. But aren't they? They're what? Do you, no, stop. No, no, no. They're not. They're not. The reason why colloquially, people colloquially, why is that word? Sorry, colloquially, a, mm -hmm. don't aren't they referred to as dreadlocks? No, they are not. You Dreads. White people call locks dreadlocks. And the reason why is because they were looked upon to be dreadful. So that's literally why they say dreadlocks. So I'm never call this. never call locks dreadful or dreadlocks. They are just locks. Because I know you lock your hair, but yes. I just figured like that guy has dreads, that girl has dreads. Yeah. There's a lot of people that say it, but they don't understand the meaning behind why people call them dreadlocks. They are not dreadlocks. They're locks. So we're team locks over here. Team locks. Absolutely. Nothing Not dreadful. to be confused with latkes what potato latkes what is that potato pancakes it's never heard of okay it. don't worry about it it's like really thin pancakes it is out of from potatoes <laughs> they're just crepes <laughs> just say i like really thin pancakes you know that's from <laughs> okay uh, well actually borat anyway i've which, never seen borat first of all i want i need to see the second part because the first one was absolutely hilarious and it was just it was so wild that he literally got away with going to all these different places doing all of this random stuff and people signed off on it not really knowing what it was is that what the movie is about yeah he just like the original borat yeah he he comes from a country or he's saying that he's from this particular country and it's a made-up country but anyway he's just going around saying oh i'm from this place and you know or kazakhstan i think is real a place whatever anyway he comes from this one particular area and he just goes around acting ignorant as if he doesn't know um the life in America and different other places and all that kind of stuff. So um, it's just, it's hilarious. And the second one has Rudy Giuliani in there um, being inappropriate oh, with his underage clips daughter. Sure. <laughs> He's laying on the, the hotel bed, putting his hands in his pants. And I'm like, it's I thought so I didn't realize that's what Borat was. I never watched it. Cause that's not my personal comedy. Yeah. I just like stupid comedy. Not a fan. Really? Mm -mm. See like Will Ferrell, you know, Borat, um what's her name uh like i just like stupid comedy sometimes sometimes it, you just need to turn your brain off and i look at stuff like that like jackass and stuff like that i love stupid comedy we are different people yeah mm -hmm. you don't like jackass? My see my brother likes you like that and i always oh. think it's not funny 
And he's just like, look at this really funny thing. And I'm like, Ugh. you just got to watch it a couple times. Cause for, sometimes it'll go over your head and you're just like, wait, what, 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 what just happened? And then you watch it a second time and you're like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. The stupidest funny I'll watch is let's be cops. Love it. It's my favorite movie. That was, yeah. See, I like stupider funny. Oh, you like physical comedy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Cause I wouldn't, I mean like even like with jackass the stuff that they do, I'm like, why? Here's what I don't understand. And maybe it's a culture thing. I don't know. Why do white guys love shoving things up their asses and thinking that it's funny or letting a spider or a snake bite their ass? Everything always has to be with their ass. It's a fetish. Like, why is that a fetish, though? It just is. It's just if you have to ask. You'll never know that. I just don't understand that. And the first thing they'll say is, I'm not gay, man. I'm not gay. But you keep shoving shit up your ass. Because it feels good. And you keep doing that to other people. Well, yes, I guess from a sexual standpoint, because men have a prostate. So that is a G spot for men. But at the same time, it's just really weird that, you know, white straight men have an infatuation with asses, like like men's asses sticking things up their ass. It's really weird. Let's get a white straight man, uh, cis straight man on the podcast. Leave your, uh, you know, tag your white friends below. Let us know who you want us to interview. Yeah, they stick firecrackers in their ass and let them just blow. Like, do you want your whole booty hole to just pop off? Like, what? I don't get it. It's a booty hole. It's a booty hole. It's really weird. It's like, it's like a, anyway, we're, we're moving on. All right. So <laughs> yesterday was Halloween. Ooh, spooky. So here's my question for you. Fast question. Celebrity Halloween costumes. Who wore it best? Okay, but I have a couple. Okay. Okay. Did you see everybody's? Yes. Okay. Sweetie, I live and die. Yes, because she was Michelle, Kelly, and Beyonce. She was all three <laughs> of the children of Destiny. Yeah. She was Mystique. She was. She looked bomb. Yeah, there was another girl that was Mystique as well. Jasmine too. with the hair, the yeah. uh YouTuber. Yeah, but I think I think Sweetie definitely pulled that off way better. Yeah, she's got yeah. the money to do it. So yeah. she did it good. Um Abel of the weekend. Oh yeah, he played the he Nanny did professor. professor. Oh my yeah. god, he looks exactly like him. Yeah, he did really great. The Union Wade family as s'mores and died. Mm, that pass. was so cute. It was but I like Remy Ma Papoose and uh what's her name? Reminisce. Um, she played the little, they played the little mummy. First of all, this girl's, her faces are hilarious. And she's just like, she has RBF for a little baby and it's the cutest thing. Um, okay. So Lizzo as the Joe Biden fly and is a wet ass pussy. Yes. That took it. Yeah. But for me, the cake topper, number one, freaking Lil Nas X is Nicki Minaj. I disagree. Sierra. Sierra was Sierra like. as Meg Thee Stallion. <laughs> sorry whoa cut that i don't want that that hurt my ears not a fan mm -mm. nope i forgot to move the, the mic i'm sorry you moved it closer to your mouth because <laughs> i'm used to she's like the people want to hear this <laughs> sorry oh despicable sierra was a bunch of different people she was Nicki minaj she was uh cardi b she was janet jackson um and Busta Rhymes. Well, uh, she wasn't Busta Rhymes. Uh, Russell was Busta, Busta Rhymes. Rhymes. Um, she did amazing. I liked. I liked her. I also like Portia as Cardi B. Did you see Cardi B though as Medusa? Yes, that was insane. That was kind of like scary. scary. Yeah, she was skirmy. Yeah, she. That was really. But her dog culture was so cute. Culture. Oh, that little girl was so cute. She was Wonder Woman. But yeah. Yeah. But who was the person you said again? Nah, Lil Nas X. Oh, yeah. He was it for me. First of all, the bars were coming for him and was just like, 
Okay, go sit your ass down. <laughs> I, how, how dare you mess up the queen? <laughs> Dude, a lot of people did celebrities though this year because yeah. uh, Ryan Destiny, did you see her? She was Lauren Hill. Yeah, she she looked she looked just amazing. Like her, dude. Well, even on Offset, he was um, Jim Carrey from oh, the, mask. the Mask, and then also um, what's her name? Um, Pretty V. Yes, I am Pretty V. Pretty V. That's her name. Yes, she was also Jim Carrey in The Mask, um, and that I thought they did great jobs at that. Did you see Kendall Jenner as Pamela Anderson? No, I didn't. Okay, so here's the thing. Yeah, it's just like a basic costume, but yeah. the way they did her makeup, she mm -hmm. looks like Pamela Anderson. It's, really? It's wild here. Yeah, what's her name? Um, Bruce Jenner. Um, Caitlin. Caitlin, sorry. Yeah, be nice. Well, I'm, I'm just, it's hard for me to go back and forth. But anyway, um, actually, I don't even want to talk about him or her because that costume wasn't really much of anything. Um, what, what was she? She was uh i don't know it was just like it was this just is really a picture weird. of kendall jenner and it looks like pamela anderson that's kendall that's kendall oh wow yeah that does and it, i don't know if it's the way they did her eyebrow oh that's the same picture hold on i don't know what it is about her face i think they made her cheeks fuller they did something but she does not look like herself and it creeped me out yeah um tiana taylor and tiana taylor was blank man <laughs> First of all, do you even know what Blank Man is? I had no idea what that was, and I tried so hard to look through the comments. I was like, I'm not going to look through these comments to figure out what the fuck this is. I get it, people. It must yeah. be a cultural thing. No, no. Pop it's culture? Just a, it's it's not a pop culture? No, it's, a, it's just a timing thing. Like, it was, I think this movie came out in the early 2000s or late 1990s. Yeah, oh it was a fetus. But it was um, Damon Wayne's. He played Blank Man, which is basically a mentally challenged young man who wanted to be a, um, what's your name? a um superhero superhero and just some of the things that he does the movie is hilarious but anyway um before my time well i guess you can say that but they that she was cute as that and then um yeah they're always cute remember when they were at the joker and harley quinn yeah hot. yeah they're so hot mm -hmm. yep 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 so that was pretty much the the basis of um of um halloween did you dress up i did you? not um i was actually um not here i won't say where i was but i was not here um spiritually yeah same yes i i don't here's the thing i don't ever dress up for halloween because of the way i grew up and i hated that so we didn't celebrate halloween because it was the devil's holiday and we went to hallelujah night which i absolutely hated. that's so wait instead <laughs> yeah. of halloween it's how i die i'm bringing Any, we got to bring it back anybody next in, year i'm having hallelujah night don't but it's do gonna it. be smelled it's, like h-a-l-l -L, hallelujah no, night no, no 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 i hated it so i grew up again in apostolic slash pentecostal faith right the baptist people do it kojic people do it basically just black christians do crap like this where they have hallelujah night and they don't celebrate halloween so what they do is you're supposed to go to your local church right and you learn about why you don't celebrate halloween because it's the devil's <laughs> holiday you you don't get to dress up there's no candy so you literally just have like a little youth service and it's just so lame and you're just like all the rest of my friends are dressing up as these wonderful characters like why can't we just come as bible characters you're like marnie in the first halloween town and her mom's like you're not dressing up for halloween yeah it's lame and they don't understand why and all their friends are trying to go out and trick-or-treat that was yeah. you you're a witch oh listen when i when i have kids 
my kids will absolutely be dressing up in the most gorific thing that they could ever find. They're going to go trick-or-treating. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely doing all that. Even my nephew, um, he is three years old and he went to school and they were supposed to dress up on Friday for, you know, what they wanted to be for Halloween. So he wanted to be Spider-Man. No, my sister decides you're going to be a doctor. And he's like, well, I don't want to be a doctor. I want to be Spider-Man. Doctors are lame, mom. Exactly. Especially for Halloween. And so she's like, well, the only reason why I didn't let him be Spider-Man was because I knew he was going to have to go to the bathroom while he was at school. And I wanted something that was going to be easy for the teachers to take off versus this one full suit that they're going to have to take off. And he probably doesn't want to take it off. So all I have to do is just get him like the little jacket. It already has a stethoscope and all that kind of stuff. And so, of course, when she took the picture, he was looking like, I don't want to be in this shit. <laughs> so I just told her, I was like, you know what? I'm standing in solidarity with my nephew. And when the next time I see him, I will be sending him a Spider-Man costume. Mom's been doing that shit. Oh my God. When I brought, I bought my, so my brother likes anime a lot. So Ooh. he'll always be like, oh, I want this shirt or this or that. And it always yeah. has like weird anime shit that my mom and I don't know what the fuck it is, but we're like, okay, whatever. Yeah. I'm hoping it's not some devil worshiper. So we're right. like, who the fuck knows? I don't. <laughs> so he sent me this, he was sent me this link and he's like, I want this uh, jacket. I want it in green. I'm like, mm -hmm. bitch, green. We are a black, gray, navy, white family. <laughs> like we keep it in the darks and the neutrals. Yeah. I don't, we're not going to keep it green. And so my mom is the queen of you tell her what you want and she kind of gets you that, but she gets what she thinks is better. Better, Yeah. And it like nothing pisses me off more because I'm like, just get what the fuck. I, I don't care if you think it's stupid or it's too cheap or it's dumb. Like, I think that's every parent though. I know. But I'm like, <laughs> I asked you for something specific. Just get, I sent you the link. Like you literally only exactly. have to click something and put your credit card information. That's it. So yeah. my mom always does that. And I always give her so much shit for it. Yeah. So my brother was like, I want this forest green hoodie. And I was like, oh, <laughs> there's a black one. I want to get it. And it took everything in me to not do it. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't get it for you because I know how that feels. When yeah. Someone gets you something that you don't want. Pretty much. Yeah. So that's a personal one for me. Uh, yeah. Don't duplicate the hurtful things. But yeah. That's <laughs> definitely a mom thing. Like, yeah. I know that you really want to do this, but it's just better if we yeah. do that. I know you wanted this Nike jacket, but I saw this psyche one that was like $50 cheaper. No one's going to be able to tell. Like, no one's going to know. Everyone can fucking tell. No one's going to know. How are they going to know? No one's going to know. Everybody will know. Yeah. Absolutely. But you know who did steal Halloween though? Tabria Majors. Dude, thick Yonce. Girl, she what what, what does she call it? Bay Halloween. Bayloween. There's no way it's Bay Halloween. Uh, maybe. Bayloween. Whatever. Anyway, How this you girl <laughs> this girl duplicated Beyonce to the fullest. And Literally she like killed six it. Six of her music videos yeah. or something. And she redid them. And she looks so she looks like Beyonce. She looks. She really does. She, she looks, looks like, like a thicker thick version of Beyonce. Like when Beyonce, if Beyonce stopped being vegan for probably a little bit, yeah. and just you know. Had I a mean, she has a first dinners. of all. That girl has a great body. She's beautiful. She is beautiful, and I look, girl. I just saw the little thighs just a jig, and I said, Dude, "Yes, she's such a good do it for dancer. the thick Like the outfits were on point. Yeah. The scenes, like the scenery, was on. Like everything was perfect. She, the other dancers were great. Yeah, I watched it like it. three times. She killed it. She did an amazing job, and I hope that someone in Beyonce's camp showed her that. And that she was able to connect with that young lady because she did an amazing job. But I just duplicating her. It yeah. was so good. It really was. It really. I wonder how was. long that took. How many man hours? Like it the, probably took a couple weeks. I was to gonna put say together. the, the costumes, the outfits. Yeah. Like even just that, they were all identical. Yo, she killed the um. What was the one, um the 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 scene from Blackest King where the guys in the the uh, green the, yeah 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 um and that outfit I was like you killed that whole and her look. hair was yes. perfect. Dude, she's 
props to her. It was amazing. Yes. So to Bria Major, shout out to you, girl. You did amazing. You looked beautiful, gorgeous. All the choreography was amazing. So good. Yeah. She definitely planned that like the beginning of the pandemic. (laughs) She was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be Beyonce. Yeah. She's like starting in March. Let's figure this shit out. Pretty much. Like we got to do it. And she shut the internet down. I loved it. That show was so good. I woke up in the morning. I checked Instagram. It was the first thing I watched. Yeah. So, um, in other news, we're going to have to talk about it just because we have to be a responsible podcast, blah, 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 which I really don't want to. Um, Not a fan of responsibility? Nope. Nope. Damn it. That was the one I was looking for. Yeah, please cut them. Yeah. <laughs> make, it, make it flow. Right. So, um, as you guys know that um, we have a very important election that is coming up. And again, I'll say... By the time this airs, it will be election day. And if you're hearing this, it's too late. Yeah. Well, no, it won't be too late because our podcast comes out at 12 a.m. So you still have time to get to the polls. Get your ass out there and vote, people. Vote. But on the piggybacking, on the piggybacking, piggybacking off of voting, um, this week in the news, rapper Lil Wayne actually sat down Do you have and to say with, rapper Lil Wayne like I feel like if you just said Lil Wayne people would know what the fuck you're talking about well I think people don't know I mean there's some people who are of an older generation that don't mm-hmm. know who Lil Wayne is so they need to know that he's a uh, rapper artist Lil Wayne of the Carter one two and three didn't he make a four as well and four yeah all of the Carter albums Nobody blang blang the block side every yeah. time I come around I say they blang blang the guy who made Drake famous for all you young kids he's an idiot now not Drake, Lil Wayne. Anyway, um, so he sat down with uh, 45 and he revealed that on his Twitter, this is per his Twitter, and I quote, just had a great meeting with at the real 45. Um, besides what he's done so far with criminal Wait, reform, that's his No, no, no. I'm just don't oh, want to say okay. his name. Oh, yeah, okay. no, no, no. I just don't want to say his name. I was name. like, I don't know who his PR person is, no, but no. that was a smooth move. No, definitely not. He's not that smart. Nobody on his team is. Anyway. Um, just had a great meeting with the idiot. Um, besides what he's done so far with criminal reform, the platinum plan is going to give the community real ownership. He listened to what we had to say today and assured he will and can get it done. Now, what I find very interesting, number one, why is it that rappers are going to meet with politicians? And here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with you going to meet with a politician. The problem is that you are not taking educated, equipped people to effect real change, who have real ideas and real plans to carry out your your agenda. You're not taking them with you. So how do you know he's not taking them with him? Look at the picture. He, he, look at well, this. Look at his locks. If I brought some boring ass people with me with all the numbers and the figures and the bullshit, I would not put them in my cool picture. Listen, not that it's a cool picture, but you know what I mean? Have you ever seen the episode? Of, first of all, you watch Martin, right? I've i'm familiar yes okay have you ever seen the episode where gina has to pretend to be a man because pam takes over the account and she's like my name is g g nutty gina today and they go over all the numbers and okay never mind you have to take a guy like that with all the numbers because you can give him all the goods and make it sound really amazing but then you have to have that numbers person or that fact person that can help you put it all together and but just like trump is not that guy but he's always in the room i would just assume these rappers are not that person but they're just in the room yes but when even you, kim when kim k walks in is like free this person this person this person it's not just kim right but she shows it though 
And I think that's what makes her work a little bit more palatable than it yeah, does the other people. Yeah, but she also a, has a huge, like her following is way more massive than Lil Wayne. Yeah. And she's also been dragged for like twice as long as Lil Wayne. Yeah, but she's not she's not actively promoting 45 as, oh, going. she ain't even telling people to vote for her husband. for president. <laughs> <laughs> so, Because she's smart. She's she smart. was like, remember that time we were bankrupt, exactly. bitch? That was your fault. I'm not voting for shit. Exactly. <laughs> Kim Kardashian is not an idiot. Let's be very clear. <sighs> this girl is not promoting her own husband as president. So clearly she She's has like, a That's totally cute different or whatever, agenda. But uh, you fly off the handle a couple Listen, too many times As for me and this house, we ain't voting for you, bruh, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's, um, I just think it's sad, man. You know, the fact that even Lil Wayne, I mean, his reputation with the African-American community has been tainted for the past few years, where even with, um, they asked him to comment on Black Lives Matter with everything that was going on when the, the hashtag first came out. And or the organization first came out and he was just like, I, I don't support that. I, yeah. I mean, I don't support that. White people love Lil Wayne. They do, but black people are the ones who put you in this position. Let's be very clear. You have a black daughter. You have black children. Yeah, but white people buy the merch. Black people buy his merch. I mean, uh, when he was a little bit more normal. Well, the last time you went to, have you been to a Lil Wayne concert? Never. Okay, let me tell you, I've been to a couple. Oh, Jesus. You look out in the crowd, there are speckles of dark, riders, dyers for Lil Wayne. That's weird. No Wayne. And it's just white men. I believe it. Well, you know, he's a skater now. He, yeah. I, what is that song he put out? Was it with Travis Sparker? Oh, that's a good question. I'm not, I don't have the answer to. My real question for you is, do you think Donald Trump was the white guy in the frat who loved light-skinned black women and hip-hop music? No. I think he's a racist through and through. Okay. Yeah. I'm just wondering. I think he he's definitely a misogynistic piece of shit who takes advantage of the less the less fortunate hence why he has wives who were always less fortunate he had to bring them forward even though his previous wife i think it's ivanka's mom and all the other ones mom that's his business partner but if you look at the way she even started out yeah yeah so do you think he's racist or do you think he's just so narcissistic selfish and rich that he just doesn't give a fuck about anyone both who's poorer than him but it just happens to be a lot of colored and disenfranchised people i think he's racist and he's the biggest narcissist ever but i guess being a narcissist at that level would make you inherently racist possibly but i just think he's just racist to the core i mean the fact that you can get up and say i have black people that support me look at all my african-americans i think he is just i really do think he is just so narcissistic and he knows what he needs to say and what to say and how to move and he just will say whatever the fuck he wants and he knows how to get votes and make money and he's gonna do it well he's saying stuff that other people want to say yeah and he's gonna that's always been his thing he's like i can say it i can do it and i have money so what the fuck i don't need anybody but you know what's sad is that he's been able to um be somewhat of a successful businessman in the fact of especially a lot of his foreign dealings so it's like you had to you had to practice some type of um restraint in order to get as far as you've gotten even if i don't care if he went bankrupt 30 times 30,000 times the fact is he got to that point where he could afford to go bankrupt you know what i mean and i just think that he practiced some sort of restraint for all of those years to build his brand build his companies and then now that you're the president of the united states you all your true colors are really coming out because now you have you know this this wealth of power and your true self comes i mean we even said it on the last episode or one of the other episodes that you know wealth and power it's one thing to have wealth and with wealth comes power but when you have the ultimate power along with wealth wealth is kind of the secondary and it only exacerbates who you truly are at the core i just i agree 
I feel like everyone's painting him as this huge racist character. Yeah. And I'm not negating that, but I think personally he's just like a very narcissistic, mm -hmm. egotistical person. And he only really gives a shit about things or people that are advantageous to him. Yeah. I agree. So in this last election, it was middle-class white people. Yes. So he's going to say or do whatever the fuck he needs to, mm -hmm. to, appease that group of people to get what he wants Absolutely. and now he knows that like if he throws bones to these specific black people or meets mm -hmm. with these specific black people it'll also help what he wants so yeah. he does it but Absolutely. i like and i understand that that's like he said like i don't you know what i mean like yeah. i don't think it's like he's just this bigoted racist person i think right. he's just a rich motherfucker who does what the fuck he wants and yeah. wants to get what he wants and it happens to be like really shitty racist things but you know I, I think the reason why people why the racism overpowers the narcissistic behavior is because of the following that he has and how um like racism was already in existence like it didn't just come because uh 45 is in office, but the problem is that he incites and helps to bring to the forefront based off his behavior, other people who are like super, super racist. I mean, there's no levels to racism. You just racist. You're not like soft racist or like, are you mild, racist? moderate or spicy? You know, but, <laughs> right. I just think no, that, I agree. that's always been my problem with yeah. him. Cause I, if you talk to someone who votes for Donald Trump, a mm -hmm. lot of them aren't like these super fucking racist people. Yeah. They're just like, look, he's helped me this way, this way, this way. The mm -hmm. Like, you know, he's done this and this and that. Absolutely. And I get it. My thing is like, there is this very specific group of people who through him and his presidency have felt like they can become active and hateful and yes. racist. And they get a pass and, to be that way. And they feel empowered by this man. Absolutely. And he has not, all, like all I would need is for him to be like, I don't fucking stand for racism. Yeah. Cut the shit. Mm -hmm. That's all I need. He'll never, I think A, he'll never say it because he doesn't ever want to be told what to say. Yeah. He's like, and he just doesn't, doesn't want to take responsibility for it. He doesn't want to take responsibility. He's like, Kanye, he's like, you're not going to tell me what the fuck to say. Yeah. Now that you did, I'm going to do the exact opposite. Well, even, even look at when they, when him and Biden had their last um, debate and the moderator says, well, are you going to finally take responsibility for, you know, the fuck up of the, the pandemic? Mm -hmm. He was like, I take full responsibility. It was China's fault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. All you had to say in that moment you could have turned so many like that was your opportunity to say, you know what? I was wrong. I got rid of the pandemic panel that Obama put in place. I got rid of it prematurely. I was aware that there were some things that were going on, but I had faith in our government that we were able to handle it. And unfortunately, we weren't able to handle it. And we realized it. We do realize we have a problem and we're trying to do our best to fix it. That was your opportunity to take full responsibility. Instead, you're just like, well, I take full responsibility, but it was China's fault. Mm -hmm. Like I take full yeah, responsibility that it's politician. China's fault. No. And in business, if you don't like what the fuck someone's doing or saying, or it's not what you want, you yeah. leave, you do it yourself or you find someone else. Exactly. And that's what he's used to doing, but that's not how we rock. Cause we're a whole fucking country and yeah. that you can't control this many people, especially when we all mm -hmm. think we have this platform and we do on social media. Yeah. So that's my thing. Like all I needed from him was like, even if you don't fucking mean it, even if you don't mean it, that's we all I need, because that's my thing. You can be doing all these. I understand that everything you do right now is going to be overshadowed. Media now is crazy yeah. and they're always going to pick apart and dice down what you say and everyone's right. going to have an opinion. I get it. Yeah. But you know that there's this crazy group of people who are doing mm -hmm. crazy things and they're doing it because, and there's, it's not that they're just doing it because of you. They are specifically saying, Oh, because my president says this. Oh, because this, exactly. this, this. I fly this flag for Trump. Blah, exactly. blah, blah. Behind all the shit that they're mm -hmm. doing. All I need is a, Hey, Nope, not me. Yeah. I mean, even look at, um, uh, McCain, when McCain was running against President Obama, 
Um, even if they had, they both had different political views. They both had different ideas, plans, routes to get to their plans. Right. Their goal was still the same, which was to serve the American people. Right. When there was this one town hall that, um, that John McCain did, and this one lady stood up with the microphone and she's like, well, you know, I don't trust Obama. You know, he's a terrorist and blah, blah, blah. John McCain literally snatched the mic out of this lady's hand and was like, no, ma'am. He is an amazing family man who loves this country. He loves the people of this country. You will not call him a terrorist. He is not a terrorist. That to me was such great showmanship that this is my competitor and we are going against each other. But at the core, we still want the same things. And that's where the level of maturity comes in with real politicians mm -hmm. versus people who just want power. And that's the, that's the issue that with 45, he's just so freaking dangerous because it's obvious that he doesn't listen to anyone. Even if you had amazing PR people, I mean, he's gone through how many press secretaries of, you know, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders and um, what's his what's his name? Uh, the one that Melissa McCarthy played on SNL, Spicer, Sean Spicer, Spicer. That's the name. That sounds good. Yeah, but I mean, you had all these these people who have built their careers on, you know, um, stating the facts and doing all this stuff. And even when they tell you, don't say that. Just don't don't no don't answer these questions. Like you know, I went before like people have these interviews and they say. Listen, we're only going to speak about this, this, this. Don't bring this up. Don't bring that up. He wants to bring it all up. And it's just like, the, you're so dangerous. But it, you can have the opinion. You can think how you want to think. There is a time and a place for everything. Like you said, some stuff is just for the group chat. Some stuff is just for the group chat. It's just for the group chat, dude. Like, you can be racist. You can be a narcissist. You can be a shithole, whatever. But in front of other people. But that's when you're being Donnie. But we, we, you're a president. So be a president. I mean, that's what, you got to kiss the babies. You got to hug the necks. You got to do all of that stuff. I feel like, you know how I get upset because at the hospital, these people get down to the inpatient rehab and they're like, I had no idea you had to do all these things. Yes. And I'm like, how did you not know? Surely there was someone who told you someone this was the deal. You, you had yeah. to come down here and work and blah, blah, blah. That's yeah. what I feel happened. He was just like, I can do this. I can do this. I've been running businesses bigger than easy. America forever. I haven't made blah, 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 blah. And yeah someone failed to mention like you have to act like a president and you have to do all these right. little presidential things and yeah. like he was like what the fuck, fuck you gotta that. be around kids yeah yeah because even too when he won when you saw when they announced it that he won the you know the presidency he was like oh shit this really happened like he's like i, I was, was just trying to make shit. a point yeah i was just talking <laughs> shit and i was trying to make a point that this job is easy like god damn it melania was looking like oh no what have i signed up for Great you accent. You sound signed up to be the first lady, unfortunately. Like Welcome. no one who would actually be qualified or do well at that job is wants that fucking job. Yeah. Because they're all people who understand what that job entails. Yeah. And, and I mean, you even see the photos and the interviews of like, you know, Bush and how when he first started to when he got out of office, Bill Clinton when he first got in to when he got out, Obama. And it's just like the amount of gray hair that all, I mean, they already yeah. had white hair, but Obama having this dark black hair to now be in this, you know, snow white salt and pepper hair. It's just like, that is a very stressful job Dude, because- this is the worst time to be a president. Absolutely. Like the way social media is and like media, media, is yeah there's no way everyone digs up your shit everyone has access to you people mm -hmm. you don't even know or remember see yeah. you randomly and take pictures you know what i mean it's horrible but i think too i think 45's biggest issue is that he came into office with the intent to undo everything obama put in place just because he didn't like him mm -hmm. and it's like 
that was your that was the first wrong move you made that your pro presidency was going to be doomed the fact that you came into it with a elementary type of attitude to literally get back at him without realizing that you're not getting back at him you're undoing all of this work that other people including him have done to set the american people to a certain level we were in we you know bush bush unfortunately was the leader of the free world when we went into a recession can we say that the whole recession was his entire fault no he might have inherited a shit show he inherited a sh because the thing is every president inherits a shit show from another person mm -hmm. and your first term of even doing anything you're cleaning up the next man's shit you get what I'm saying? So it's just I'm, like being class president when yeah. you're a senior and you're like, oh, fuck this. I'm not going to worry about it because I'm going to be out of here. Exactly. Any CEO that takes over another company, you are having to deal with and clean up all the stuff that they did or didn't do from the previous from the previous administration. I mean, Obama did it when he came in from the I mean, from the post 9-11 situation. We're at war. He can't just come in and say, hey, I don't agree with the war. Let's go ahead and stop. The wheel is already going. <laughs> yeah, that whole war thing. Uh, we're yeah, it isn't. We're wasting way too much money, but I can't stop it because there are legitimate things in place mm -hmm. that are here to protect our country that another person put in place. Same thing when when uh, Bush inherited all the stuff that was going on from Clinton, from the Clinton administration. I mean, it's a whole big See, circus. See, I think you that's know? the issue here. So we would, before all of this happened, we would say like the issue with DC with the White House yeah. with politics is that you can't just come in there and clean anything up because no. everything's so tied up and everything and how yes. wrong that is and because why do we do all these ties? And Absolutely. Yada yada. So I think when he came in, that was the pool for everyone. Like, mm -hmm. oh, finally, someone who's not all tied up. Yeah. And then I think people were like, hey, you can't do this, this, and that because it's actually tied to this, 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 this and, and that. that. Exactly. And he was like, nah, actually, fuck that. We're I'm going to sign an executive anyway. order and we're going to finish it. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. And you, I don't know, it's wild. Yeah. We're living in a wild time. We are. This year, Dude, I think has... Year, I think, y'all think I'm 26, I'm 33. <laughs> this year has definitely aged everybody. Um, and it's it's absolutely insane. But I want to just... Um, the reason why we said all that, especially piggybacking off of Lil Wayne. Um, interestingly enough, in the news, Ice Cube, we talked about last week how Ice Cube um, claimed that he or alleged that he went to both the Democratic and the Republican Party to talk about the contract for Black America um, and that the Democratic Party did not um, reach out to him and they basically said, oh, we'll get back with you for after the election. Well, this week, actually, it was revealed that Ice Cube actually turned down a Zoom meeting with Kamala Harris, um, even though his earlier claims alleged that he was told to wait until after the election. Well, he basically said that he didn't want to participate um, in the Zoom meeting because he didn't think that it was going to be productive. And, you know, he said that, you know, we had spent a lot of uh, people's time putting the contract together. And he just thought that getting on a Zoom call with 12 other entertainers um, that, uh, he didn't, he didn't think that it was going to be productive, which I think that it's very unfortunate that Ice Cube is playing this role now of like, oh, well, the Democratic Party said, let's wait till after the election, where you basically lied because they, they reached out to you and gave you an opportunity to talk and speak what you had to say. Now, just because you are the only, you know, you think that you're the only one that has this plan or this idea, there may be other people that can bring, be brought to the table to talk about it as well. And the fact that you said, well, I didn't think it was going to be productive. Well, how would you so know if you didn't go to reached it? out earlier? They're reaching out. In so they they basically. Re so when he reached out to them, they did. They reached back and said, hey, let's oh, have so a they Zoom were like, call. We'll have a Zoom call. And then exactly. Donnie's camp was like, come on over, bud. Exactly. So it's not that they didn't reach back to you. It was the way in which they did it that you didn't like and you didn't think it was going to be productive, hmm. which basically, again, continues to promote the fact that you you basically being a sellout, bro. 
Because I mean, you, you you sat here and you said last week, or the, you know when it first came out, you said, "Well, I'm willing to work with anybody that's willing to work with me." Okay, so here they are wanting to hear you out, and even if Republican you didn't want party scrambling, bro. That's what I'm saying. But my thing is, Ice Cube, come. I'm just gonna play the clip of what he had to say. I wanted you to be on the Zoom call because I thought your voice was important. Why did you not yeah. participate? You did not participate in that. Well, you know, we had spent, um, you know, a lot of people time putting a contract with Black America together. And, you know, I, I just thought that getting on a Zoom call with 12 other entertainers uh, all shooting what they uh, believe needs to be done to me wasn't going to be productive. And I was also because my uh, lawyer, Matt Johnson, has a connection with Kamala. OK, but he's not wrong. Um, I think you are wrong. Because you you insinuated as if the Democratic Party or that Biden and Harris's team did basically said we don't really want to so care about the, the black contract right he now. Made was wrong, right? But, but you, I too would have probably been like, I'm not fucking getting on a Zoom call with all these other people because that's never fucking productive. If you want to meet, you want to meet, and that's it. No, and I and I totally get that, and I agree with you. But at the same time, you don't know what they were actually going to say or offer. You just assumed that you were going to get on a call with 12 other entertainers and that they were going to just shoot their shot or ideas. You don't know what connections other people have. And if you sit here and say, as this big vocal voice, well, I'm willing to work with anybody that's willing to work with me, hear them out. Because what if, what if, what if 45's team would have did the same thing? You still would have went over there because they may they they may have done it in a platform where oh it wasn't on Zoom but it was in an actual executive board room. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? So my thing is don't insinuate that Biden and Harris's team or that the Democratic Party completely shut you out and said no let's not let's just talk about it you know later and basically said well I didn't think it was going to be productive because now you're backpedaling and I and I I totally I agree I don't I don't think that it's wrong for you to reject a Zoom call but at the same time. Reject it with knowing what's actually going on. If you get in that meeting and say within 10 minutes, 20 minutes or whatever, this ain't what I thought the meeting was going to be. I'm done. Also, I need everyone to speak to their management team before they take interviews. Very I feel true. like there's so many ways you could have said that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could you could have even lied and said, well, you know. I love a lie. You know, this is what I'm saying. This is what entertainers do. Not, no, I'm, I'm kidding. But I'm like, he could have been do. like, well, they, this other team reached out first. They seem more eager to meet with me. Yada, in, yada, person yada, in person versus the Zoom. But for you to insinuate as if the Biden Harris team just said, no, I nah, agree. Nigga, I, think the, I think the statements he made about it, he shouldn't have. He shouldn't have made that. Rewarded that. Absolutely. Wrote a rap about it, I guess. Because now it makes you look even worse in that, yeah, you people were right for calling you a coon because you sat here and you well we had we had a lot of folks that came up with the contract okay well then listen to what these other entertain i mean you're you're gonna pull in other people anyway to help you you know accomplish your goal so why not do it through entertainers as well you don't know what connections they have you don't know if kim kardashian could have been on there mm -hmm. that's when you say like listen i know the work we put in and what this is worth to me and to me it wasn't worth a zoom call so i said no but you say that in the beginning exactly but he knew he was gonna get backlash exactly. for it because it wasn't it wasn't he wasn't meeting with trump it was he wasn't meeting with exactly the democratic party exactly so anyway um off of that note but still with regard to discrimination <laughs> so basically this week in um social media news we had an incident or there was an incident um in atlanta with a very popular um sushi restaurant called umi sushi called sushi sushi no sushi sushi called is sushi amazing Hana. no it's called called hb sushi i'm gonna <laughs> I hate you. It's called, called Umi Sushi. Umiuchi. 
Anyway, and so Umi Sushi in Atlanta, they discriminated against or um, a couple felt like they were um, allegedly discriminated against because this particular restaurant is, is I guess, considered uh, upscale or whatever. And they have a dress code. And so this African-American couple came in for their anniversary. The wife was wearing, of course, heels and whatever other outfit she had on. The husband had on like a sweater and um, like a pullover sweater with some jeans that, that they, you know, they weren't baggy. They didn't look like, you know, baggy jeans or anything. But he had on a pair of white Nikes, like Air Force Ones. And these bitches love Nikes. Anybody? I thought you were going to say, get the stomping in my Air Force One. Big, Big boy. boy. No. Okay. I've hit the Frank Ocean, but I appreciate the Nelly. Yeah. The Nelly was the original. But anyway, so the couple basically was discriminated against. And there was a video that's been going around where there was a white lady that was sitting at the bar who literally had on a pair of Adidas sneakers. And he was like, sir, the lady is sitting Yeezys? there. Maybe it's because they were Yeezys. I don't think they were Yeezys. I, I don't know. They didn't. I spe- wouldn't kick someone uh, out of my restaurant in Yeezys. But my thing is, it's the discrimination against African-Americans that continues to happen where, you know, even there was this incident that happened. I think it, maybe it was earlier this year or maybe last year. Who knows? This year has been so freaking long where this couple came to celebrate something and their son came in and had on a pair of shorts and the son looked like he was like middle school age or something like that. And the, the restaurant owner was like, no, you can't come in here because he has on shorts. We have a specific dress code. When there was another white family that was there with another little boy who had on shorts. Because when white people do it, it's casual. When right. black people do it, it's ghetto. Exactly. Exactly. So, Which is weird because remember how braids and big earrings and long ass nails were ghetto? And now that's all the fucking anybody wears. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Even that. Even baby hair. Everyone's looking their, laying their baby hairs now. Oh, but baby hair was ghetto back in the day. Yeah. For white people. For black people, we know what it was. But for white people, baby, what is that? Why do yeah. you have so much gel on your face? It's so weird. It's a bit. I hate. I hate seeing white girls with their edges like. Because it's not because they don't even have baby hairs. You got full on, like hair just slapped to the side of your head. Like nobody <laughs> has baby hairs except for babies. Like stop. Um. But but also, can we talk about how women have to dress up in heels and a dress, and men can wear a fucking sweater and jeans and still look good? Unless you're gay. If you're a lesbian, you can dress like more butch and more like a man and casual and get away with it. But I'm just talking like in a heterosexual cisgendered couple. Yeah. Like going out, a girl's always like, let me grab my dress, my heels, right. full beat, hair laid, let's Very do true. it. And a guy's like, I'm gonna throw on a sweater and some jeans yeah. and a pair of sneakers and you they still look good they're so comfortable and they still look good that's very true that's some bullshit i, I hate know. i hate gender roles yeah they suck sometimes but um so t rapper ti who of course you know is from the atlanta, president of atlanta. <laughs> the, the president of atlanta yes and, and Anonymous. so he basically talks about um he went on he went to social media because he saw the clip and said you know um i see we are going to have to shut umi sushi down the way we did houston's which was another racist um um alleged racist how can you be, have a racist restaurant money is money money is green that's this all you should care about it's not the 60s or well, the 50s it, here's racism the twist. Hot? i mean it's still hot now very much true it's it's coming back you know nothing new under the sun unfortunately but here's a twist of this story so the the couple that was on the that this happened to the husband took to social media and was just like venting his you know discretions pretty much or his disappointment with ti and was just like well you didn't reach out to me and my wife and you just reached out to some other people who you thought mm-hmm. was connected to me and but and i'm mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. dude what was your goal to to talk about the discrimination or was it to get you famous both like what the fuck like i don't care who ti talks to if 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 it results in this 
business not being able to discriminate against people again for what you went through isn't that the win is that is that not the win I, we've already talked about reaching out to celebrities it's my thing is first of all it's not even ti's job to even do that he does it because he cares about the community or whatever his reason is behind it but that man is not obligated to call you up personally and be like, how you doing, Henry? So yeah. I know that this happened to oh. you and your wife. We, I want to put you on my Let podcast. Let me take you out to dinner. Exactly. Let's, let's go over there with some picket signs and go, <laughs> no, just stop spending your money there. Like, there's a nail salon up the street that I no longer use because when I went there, I felt not necessarily discriminated against, but I feel like these nail salons, when you see a fat black person walk in, you automatically got to give me the grandma. Or the man, because you think, oh, she got some hard ass feet. I'm a big girl, but I don't have no hard feet. I use a lot of coconut oil, a lot of shea butter. You sit I down soak my all feet. Day. I, no, I, what? <laughs> That's a lie from the pit of hell. I wish I did sit down did all day. Did you know that astronauts lose the calluses on their feet when they they're do? In space? But don't try to turn the fact that you just call me lazy, okay? <laughs> what you will not do is be my my uplifter and my oppressor at the same time. It's That's a, what you won't it's do. It's a fun game I like to play. I hate you. <laughs> But yeah, I just thought that guy, I was just like, really, dude? Like, and then his wife was like, let me just play the clip because it's just so Roll stupid. Tape. Y'all repost this to Tip for me. Tip, you, had, you didn't reach out to us at all and you spoke on our behalf. You spoke to a gentleman without even reaching out to us. You went, you didn't go to the issue. He never apologized on your video. All he spoke of was his connections and what he could do better for himself or his business. It wasn't about what's going on with us how i feel how i feel threatened how he, you know how he actually treats people from our community i know y'all friends with him he managed a lot of y'all rappers before in atlanta he told us about his past he told how much he gave to keisha lance bottoms how much he knows all the celebrities in atlanta how they eat at all his restaurants this isn't going to do anything i have relationships with these people and i'm just disappointed like it took a long time for you to even respond to this. And I know it's in the city of Atlanta. You've seen it from day one. And I see why. And you, you never reached out to us. And that hurts. Um. So <laughs> here's I'll say this about that. Uh, once again, you don't have HR team, but our PR team. But talk to your wife before you go on Instagram live. Him, uh, like him addressing it is talking to him. Thank you. All he had to do was retweet. That's all he had to fucking do is he like when a celebrity retweets something, that's it. That's all they have to do because they have a platform. They're exactly. using their platform. Exactly. And I understand what he's saying. Like, oh, yeah, you might have talked to someone and they said they're doing this, this and that. But like, mm -hmm. also, it was fucked up what they did to me and I'm still hurt. And so but that's on you. You don't have to go there anymore. You don't have to do all that. T.I. did all he could do by saying this is fucked up. I'm retweeting it. Right. And then the thing is, too, like he's like, oh, you talk to the guy and blah, blah, blah. Well, isn't that what you're supposed to do? If you if you made a wrong, aren't you supposed to help the person right the wrong? Or not necessarily help the person, but if he's going and saying, listen, okay, I'm about to shut your shit down just like I did another restaurant. I'm giving you a chance to redeem yourself at this point. Apologize to the man or do whatever. Here's where I need to check you. You need to treat people way better when they come to your business or your place of establishment. One of the reasons why Houston's got shut down is because it was a continued behavior. Uh -huh. And it was like you kept discriminating against people no matter how many times they put you on social media until people literally started boycotting outside of their restaurant and they shut the shit down. Now, I suggest if you don't want to be like Houston's, here's an opportunity for you to write your wrong. See, here's the problem with cancel culture for me. Like, people are fucked up and they do make issue problems and issues yeah. and do prop what is the word problematic problematic things mm -hmm. 
Everyone deserves a chance to fix their shit. True. Even like we were watching Scary Movie 2 the other day. When <laughs> you think of Scary Movie, movie you remember Scary Movie? Of course okay. I do. When you think of Scary Movie, you think of all the funny shit, right? That yeah. happened in the movie. When you rewatch it, they say the N-word. They say so much fucked up shit, problematic stuff, right? That probably wouldn't fly now. Mm-hmm. But then no one, I mean, it was, it was a different time. Yeah. Right. But if you remade Scary Movie now, you wouldn't be saying the same shit that you said then, mm-hmm. probably. Okay. Yeah. Everyone deserves like we have this cancel culture now where it's like, oh, you did something wrong. Fuck you. You're done. You're out. Well, it's like even when people have, you know, like even with Kevin Hart, just giving an example, how he talked about if his son ever came to him with some gay stuff, oh, like he would, ass. he would beat it, beat the or black the, off him or something he say, like that. Like, hit him with the dollhouse or something. Yeah, hit him with the dollhouse or something. And I'm just like, people coming back when he was trying to host the Oscars and, you know, had an amazing opportunity to do that. And people keep bringing back these tweets from like 10 years ago as if people don't have the opportunity to change and have the willpower to change. And it's like, isn't that what you want from them? Yeah, it's growth. growth. They That's show you I'm ignorance, saying. you educate All them, and then they grow. All needed to do with his platform is be like, hey, I'm bringing attention to this. It's not fucking cool. Exactly. Now everyone knows your shit, so it's off of me and that the restaurant has a chance to respond as exactly. well exactly and if you do it again then we know what you're like and you know what you're doing and that's fucking it we don't have to give you our money we don't have to go yep. there anymore we don't have to give you publicity plus he's not the atlanta savior <laughs> like he is not a savior of all things atlanta like, i think when you fucked half a city they feel when, i'm sorry when you do what when you fucked half a city when he's had sex with almost the entire city how, but how do you know that it's ti he's had sex with that entire city <laughs> Wait, what did TMZ tell you this? Oh Where are you getting this, this information? Is common, this is common knowledge. Wow. T.I., that was Fowler. That was definitely not Fleming who said that, but okay. Oh my God. Do you not believe that? No. I wholeheartedly believe that's true. No, I don't believe that. I do. I believe he's had sex with other with a lot of other women. Yes, but not necessarily fuck the whole city. That's a bit extreme. Atlanta's pretty big. Have you ever been to Atlanta? Uh, the airport, yeah. And no, I can go, tell you. go to the city. I actually live there. So it's, yeah, no. Mm-mm. I said what I said. Okay. I'm just saying they probably feel like he is the savior of Atlanta. He's the sugar well, I mean, daddy of he, Atlanta. He calls himself to the the king of, or is he the king of Atlanta? Oh no, he calls himself the king of the South, right? King, king of yeah, South? that sounds right. Yeah, I think it's king of the South. But anyway. Well, um, I just think people are very used to now, like these celebrities sweeping in and places getting canceled and yeah. then getting on Ellen and then a f- like free sushi for the rest of their life from a neighboring <laughs> restaurant. That would be like, awesome. Shit, dude. Like he did some racist that shit. It's not right. We called attention to it. You don't have to go there ever again. It was yeah. fucked up what he did to you. I hope that other people who support you mm-hmm. and I don't know, justice, equality, yeah. morality. But stop, but stop looking for these celebrities to come in and just do what you want them to do the fact that he even re you know tweeted it or or put it on his instagram be lucky be happy that he even did yeah. that because he could have just straight ignored it because i'm quite sure that first of all this is not the only story of discrimination that happens he probably likes sushi from there he was like maybe Shit, now i can't order i have to order in. well even too there was a situation that happened um i think it was in arizona was it in arizona it was somewhere anyway he's basically a realtor this guy um and he's it's scottsdale scottsdale is arizona right that's arizona for sure yes so in arizona in scottsdale specifically um there was a video that was caught of uh this asian man who was uh yelling at two black men um this is a no nigger hard er zone oh, hard hard and basically um the guys were just like walking on the strip or whatever and this man came out of nowhere just you know saying oh this is a no nigger zone and blah 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 dude it's too, it's 2020 like my, but my thing but here's my thing mr man who's asian from scottsdale who's a realtor 
You're you a minority. Who, you know who you are. You're a yeah, minority. Especially, I don't know a lot about Arizona, but I can almost guarantee for sure in Arizona you're a minority. His name was Paul. Paul. Okay, how do you pronounce an Asian person's last name that's just ng? Ng. Ng. Yes, Paul Ng. So he basically approached two men and asked what they were doing in the area. And again, he later he actually call, I'm gonna play the video. He actually called himself a racist, which was the Dude, you gotta the get your Asian life together. man named Paul called himself a racist. He called himself. I'm like, sir, you're Asian. How so can you like? What? You think, well, you can be racist. You think that? No, no, I, I believe that. But you're you're a minority yourself. Like, but then are you? Here's the thing: isn't racism coming from a place of superiority, but also like because you're a majority? Exactly. Asians so, are not a majority in America. So if you think you are a superior race, but you're still in the minority, is it still racism, or is that just like? ignorance (laughs) it's ignorance and it's stupidity okay and your mama should have did a better job if she should have swallowed you anyway that was a bit extreme but that's how i felt okay let me play the video coming over here i just want to see what you guys are taking pictures of why is it your business oh you know what this is my home okay mine too why are you taking pictures of me i live in scottsdale why are you taking pictures of me michigan plates yeah why are you taking pictures of me well you know what We've had problems here. I don't care. You don't know me. Why are you taking pictures of me? And I don't know you. Do you know a lot of white men are doing racist things in this world, sir? No. You don't know that? You're not aware of that? I'm a racist. You are a racist. I'm a racist. Okay, that's fine. Okay. So So what's your point? Why are you here? Because this is a no zone. Not really. Oh, is it? Not really. Why are you coming up? So, of course, the the site that I got it from, they blurted out the nigger and he said hard er um but he called himself a racist twice not well, a good look just, sir. Well, my thing is you're a realtor a realtor he's keeping it real no that's when keeping it real goes wrong because now your ass is fired because the company that he worked for what is that song that girl sings when she's like i'm gonna take your job remember that oh, girl was, you are about to lose your, your job because you are detaining me for nothing hey. you are detaining me what for nothing hey, hey. you are about to <laughs> lose, lose your job, job. you are about to lose your, your job hey so he actually got fired um <laughs> <laughs> because the agency the real estate agency that he works for that paul ing works for in scottsdale um they gave a statement and they were just like you know on sunday we learned of an extremely hateful and racist video that was posted to our social media showing one of our um, inactive independent contractors <laughs> and he basically no longer works there. And not only did he get fired from his job, but he was also arrested for disorderly conduct. Awesome. So I do agree with that. When yes. you're caught on video being openly racist and calling yourself a racist multiple times. Yes. A company and entity should be allowed to fire you hell yeah so what i'm saying is cancel culture shouldn't be like i don't know cancel culture shouldn't be canceled like you have to allow it in certain situations there is there is a difference between like a large company doing racist things or like a person saying an offhanded racist mark that mm -hmm. they remark that they take back or that they didn't mean or that they didn't know was you know what i mean mm-hmm. like you say like when i said dreadlocks and you're like actually not dreadlocks i'm not yeah. gonna make that mistake again right right so like i shouldn't be canceled you can't drag my ass on social media because exactly. i said you have dreadlocks one time and i didn't fucking know yeah but like when you're you call yourself a racist twice 
and you say it with such confidence and, and then you, you say hard R R on camera dude on camera exactly. it's, just, it's just like when um when paula dean you know as you know confessed that she used the, the n-word and then even the papa john's ceo it's like okay uh the cooking channel was like Paula, we cool and everything, but you ain't about to fuck up our money. Peace, bitch. We gonna put your pots and pans and so on clearance. That's a That's like an appropriate consequence. consequence. Like you Absolutely. did this thing and it was unfavorable, and the world knows it. And as a community, we've all decided it was fucked up. We gotta up. get rid of you. So we have to get rid of like we you. Gotta do you it. have all these privileges of being famous and having yeah. this particular job, and now you've lost it but because you, have, you did this. You, and you didn't take response. You didn't have a cat there was no accountability that mm -hmm. was shown and you didn't take responsibility for this platform that you do have to be careful of what you say again when you are in the limelight some things are only for the group chat here's the thing too with the group chat there are some things that are not even appropriate for the group chat because it's gonna come back and bite you in Just your ass in your, how many your times how many times at work will someone text me or you will text me something and i will not respond and i'll be like she just calls hey come come in the hallway real quick yep and that's how I know I fucked up. And no, no, no. That's how you know I'm about to tell you something that I cannot have on record, like verbally or in a text message. The best is I'll see her texting, but I'll see those little three bubbles, those dots. Yeah. And then she, I just get a call. I'm like, ah, shit. Exactly. Or I will type what I want to say in my notes, my notepad on my phone, <laughs> and then I will show it to her and erase that bitch. <laughs> so there's no record of it. But yeah, people yeah, are just. There's a difference between consequences in canceled culture absolutely and that sure. was definitely a consequence i, mean, I do not believe 100 percent in canceled culture because i think people should be allowed to redeem themselves but also i think canceled culture has been used in the past to be like here's something you said in 2005 when everyone was just rocking with hard r's and band-aids on their face and air force ones and yada and now we're going to bring it up in 2020 and it's it's fucked up now we're all recognizing it and there's yeah. a huge platform for it so fuck you yeah that's fucked up i agree I, I think cancel culture is just because I think is you'll cancel them for a season and then somebody else is going to do something stupid and you're going to come right back and be like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, we canceled you, but only for like 24 hours. Yeah. And then we're we back. We should again. be. I'm pro accountability. Yes. And pro growth mindset. Absolutely. So if you do something fucked up now, if you now if you if you are canceled and then you redeem yourself or you repent. And then you keep doing that shit again. There you go. You're going to stay canceled because yeah. because it, then it's it's a you're making a conscious choice to be an asshole. Yeah. So like if Rihanna in a couple of months had another fashion show and she did, she had some more like biblical music yep. to a freaking EDM track. Well, she deserves I, to be I'd canceled. still probably rock with Rihanna, but she would deserve yeah. to be canceled. Cause everybody, she got blasted. Absolutely. For doing that before. Yeah. So that's on you. Well, even, you know, it was funny. Um, my, my best friend's mother and I, we were talking when she was doing my hair. Um, we were talking about Robert Downey Jr. In the movie Tropic Thunder. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, is yeah. So, and the fact that he did blackface, but that he didn't get canceled because most people didn't feel like he did. Well, I personally didn't feel like he did blackface, even though he has technical blackface, but he wasn't doing menstrual. Exactly, he didn't make his character a caricature. He wasn't doing the voice. Yeah, he, he wasn't like had gold teeth and baggy yeah, pants, which are just stereotypes about black. Exactly, he literally was playing an African American. Yeah, he played he played a, a an example of um just a black man in the military. And I mean he just had like a little what what do you mean those people? The people. What what people? You people. What do you mean? He just had like a you know a little country accent, but mm -hmm. nobody even really I don't think anybody really paid attention to the fact that <laughs> it was actually Robert Downey. I've never, Jr. I mean, you know how there's things that you know in the back of your head but you never put together. Yeah. I never was like, "He's he's he, doing blackface." He has blackface because exactly. I was just like, "Oh, Robbie yeah doing another character Great exactly edit. exactly because and he I, wasn't 
being a negative, negative negatively stereotypical yeah. black man. There you go. Thank yeah. you. Words are hard. Yeah, it's okay. It's fine. You've been drinking. Anyway, so I've been drinking in social media. I know this is usually your part. <laughs> you but, take it out. You're just running the show today. I like yeah. it. Um, I'm being submissive. So Netflix. Good for you. No you problem. must have been talking to Jeannie Mai. Um, I'm kidding. <laughs> I would never. So did you hear that Net- Netflix um, increased their prices? Bitch. What? Yeah. They from, increased their prices. Wait. No. I don't even pay for my Netflix. So for I don't it. pay for my Netflix either. But, but to yeah. what? So they've gone, they've gone from, from the standard level, which is like you can have one TV, one login, right? From 13 to Wait, only there's $14. Levels of this shit? There's only just a standard and a premium package. Oh, okay. Premium is that you can have like, I think up to five people or something like that on at one time. And I think the standard is that you can just have, you can just only be on there at one time. So if somebody okay. else, hey, if you give somebody else your login, they can kick it kicks you, off. you out. Yeah. So they just went from $13 to $14. Oh, so they only went up a dollar. To you? But social media is like, well, because I don't pay mine. So I'm like, well, I don't either. Care. My mama does. Yeah. My best friend. Thank you, Larissa. But <laughs> I use her password. Damn. <laughs> it's sad. But anyway, but yeah. But yeah, so they only went up a dollar and people like social media was like, oh, ah, ah, Netflix, no. You know why? Here's what I'll say about that. It's not the time to be making big changes. It's not. It's not. 2020 has been hard enough on all of us. So it's just a dollar to you. But to yeah. us, it's a change. It's, it's not a number it's just another fucking change a yeah. negative change it's like when and amazon pissed it's like when amazon you buy something off amazon and you're like okay it's 50 dollars. i already didn't want to spend the 50 dollars on it but i'm gonna go ahead and do mm-hmm. it and when the tax hits and it comes to 55 32 like, you're it, like nope. fuck it i'm not getting that that's too much money for tax not gonna save do to it. cart yeah but then two on netflix's behalf they got they got all four shonda rhymes that's true. This is Shonda's. I'll pay for Shonda. I'll pay Netflix. it off for Shonda. It's really only a dollar, but it's just like, fuck, dude, another thing. Netflix is bringing in a lot of different people. I mean, they just got half and half, one-on-one, sister-sister, the Parkers, Moesha. They done brought all these other shows over, and they're like, we out here giving everybody opportunities, equal opportunity. We well, pay shit, for and you know what? Way. That's the one thing in the pandemic that everyone fucking had and kept was Netflix. Exactly. And I think people are still... You're, they're gonna have no choice but to pay for it. I mean, be happy they didn't go up two dollars. And people were like, "Go to Hulu." I have both. I have everything. No commercials. I, I did Hulu. I did. I had Hulu only for like the free trial, and then I forgot to cancel it, and they charged mm. my card. I was like, "No, dude." I've had multiple issues with Hulu charging, but I just send my friend, and that's whoever's on the chat at the time. Yes. I say, "Hey, sir, we have an issue. I need to be <laughs> refunded immediately." Exactly. Because they changed. It's all on my mom's card, but she doesn't know how to do any of that shit, so yeah. I do it. But they changed us from the regular. We have like Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN yeah. with no commercials. Because oh. God, for why the fuck would I pay and still have commercials? That's very true. Tell That's like that. the ads on YouTube. Yeah, so the same cable. Yeah. Um, but they changed this to live TV, and when you have live TV, it's like fifty bucks or something. That's you might as well get cable. I know, but that's a good cable alternative i think hey I mean, but can you get regular channels though or you can only just look is, at the tv no shows? i think it is it's all of hulu plus live tv oh, so okay. it's like you have anyway they were charging for us i was like we have whole ass cable i have a million channels we don't fucking watch i don't want them on hulu too yeah but they usually refund your money within a week oh, they're good. good about that but i have hulu stars netflix hbo anything you can think of and i have youtube and philo and my best friend's netflix no i need instant access to oh we have disney plus too yeah, I don't even watch. T- I don't. I really don't watch TV like that. I mean, I watched Ayala fix my life last night, but only because trash. 
it was she just yells at Ayala. Here's the thing. We're not even supposed to be talking about this, but Ayala Van Zant, if you hear this podcast, stop yelling at people. Okay? Stop. Well, they don't listen. That's why they're on the show. And I, and I totally get it. But if I was trying to apologize to you for something and someone kept interrupting me to how to and, and telling me how to apologize, I'm gonna now cuss you out. <laughs> so you should Alyssa, go I wanna I just wanna say that I'm sorry. Say I'm so so sorry. Bitch, shut the fuck up. I'm over here trying to apologize and you messing up my thoughts. Let me get it out first and then you can correct me of what I'm saying. I can't even be mad because that's me. I have to interrupt people. No, I hate when I'm trying to apologize. First of all, I don't have a problem apologizing to people. She's like, first of all, I never do it. So if I am, shut up and listen. First of all, I am a great apologizer. Mm, Prove it. Is that a word? Apologize right now. Alyssa. Mm Mm-hmm. I really want you to hear my heart. Oh God! Uh, uh-uh, turn See? it off. I don't like Boom, it. There you go. Don't want that. <laughs> you you have to get down to the person's level. I really want you to hear my heart. Okay, I'm not gonna say. Here's apologizing. I'm sorry you felt that way. Take I'm notes. sorry you felt that way. No, no, no. Oh, I'm I hate so, that. I hate because that's not an apology. That's a that's a kick in the ass. That's a let me put it back on you. Thank you. I'm I want to sincerely apologize that I made you feel inadequate that I made you feel that you had to suppress yourself in the room when I was here. And for that, I apologize. And I would ask that you would forgive me. That's pretty good. I'm not going to lie. what I'm saying? But so you can't interrupt my thought process because you don't even know how I'm apologizing. That's true. So anyway, I, I don't apologize because I never make mistakes. And that's on narcissism. You are just like, uh-huh. oh, what? Shame. Oh, don't you have the same moon sign? We have the same sun and moon. See, you're very close. That's why I don't feel for him because I think he's crazy. But I'm just like, damn, if I had that much money, what would I do? Who would I be? Just this crazy person. <sighs> Probably. Just I'd be like, oh, you don't <laughs> want me to fucking do that? Guess what? America, Is it we're open again. <laughs> Shut. Oh, you think COVID's real? Fuck all y'all, because I said it's not. America's <laughs> open again, and y'all can fucking catch this shit. I don't give a shit. Well, here's the thing. Even piggybacking off of COVID, I personally feel like they're going to shut the world down again. They have to. Yeah. I saw, actually, you know what? So I was thinking about this. I don't know if people are getting better about hiding their shit on social media mm-hmm. for backlash. Yeah. Or if people really didn't go out as much as I thought they would on Halloween. Oh, no, people were out. I know they were out, but on my personal, I don't know if I just have great friends and a good circle. But No, like, they just hide everything from me. Okay, so thank you. <laughs> uh, I, I like trolled Instagram stories yeah. when I was sitting at home. And I was like, there weren't as many like party parties as I thought there were going to be or like people out. I saw a lot of like little group hangs and yeah. like people had a bunch of murder mystery parties. And like, uh, I would say like 10 plus, like 10 minus groups of people. But I didn't see like anyone at bars and clubs and stuff. So I was like, are people getting better about hiding their shit because they're afraid of backlash or did people stay in? I personally saw on my social media platforms that people were out and they were trick-or-treating. Even in my own community, kids were trick-or-treating because they came to my house several times. Oh, because really? We got I no for- trick-or-treaters. I forgot to turn off my porch light because I always keep it on. Um, and people were ringing my doorbell, but I thought it was my mom's doorbell because I have access to her stuff too. So I was like, why people oh people are you know they come into my mom's house whatever but then i kept hearing my doorbell not paying attention to it and you i was didn't like have candy for trick-or-treaters i did last year and it rained so then i took it to work because i was disappointed that i couldn't you know do the trick-or-treaters and then do the trick-or-treaters pause uh, that i couldn't that Cheryl? i right that i could not give out the candy to the trick-or-treaters because nobody really came by but then this year i because again i'm personally working with COVID patients and even my next door neighbor they they were outside and their son who's i think maybe what 
seven, eight months old. They, um, he was a pumpkin this year. And I was like, Oh my God, that was my first time ever seeing the baby. Like I brought them a gift and everything, but that was my first time ever seeing the baby in person. I was like, Oh no, no, no. I'm going to stay away because again, I actively work with COVID patients and I would feel like a horrible person even act, you know, even being out there with, with kids and stuff like that. So I did not personally buy candy and I just turned my lights off outside. Um, so they would get the hint that, Hey, I am home, but I'm not giving out anything. One of the girls I went to college with shout out to Rachel Walker. She's in public health. Hey Rachel. But she set out this cute fucking table and it was Mm -hmm. all these little, um, Halloween like goodie bags basically. And there was a sign on the table that was like, uh, take a bag, go home, wash your hands, like yeah. have a spooky, happy Halloween. That's and I was cool. just like, how fucking cute. I yeah. should I would never take the time to do that. But there were a lot of people in my community that were put, that were sitting out in their driveway and they had like candies to kind of set up little stations, mm-hmm. like on a little tray table or something, and had the kids come up and you know, there were parents out there and stuff. But even too just the parties that I saw on social media and no one had on masks. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yesterday or was it Friday? The United States actually superseded their previous record within the same week of the most COVID cases. It went from 83,000 positive COVID cases in a day to over 100,000 in a single day. Dude, it's easy to have fun distancing with a mask. You can do just it. Just put a mask on. Or even just like, hey, you have two close friends that have also been just hanging out with those other two friends. They can come over. Small group hang. Exactly. Small groups. It One, two. There's only me and Alyssa here. That's Boom. it. And we're sitting mildly far away exactly and, and we work together so we whatever. continue to use our own separate microphones i never uh-huh. switch up these mics and She's i spray them down with lysol well i spray them down with lysol when you leave so do we think do you really yeah i do do you think i'm disgusting no no no. i'm just trying to protect you from yourself from whatever cooties you put in the mic you hate me i do the same thing to mine i'm so apologize right now no fine <laughs> do you think that okay here's my question mm-hmm I feel like this first wave of wave of COVID, mm-hmm. there were a lot of different types, ages, groups, comorbidities that got it. Yeah. Do you feel like it kind of took out the older people and now it's just going to be like a lot of younger people getting COVID because it's people who are still going out and doing shit and bopping and thotting. And I, so it won't like death numbers won't be so bad, but it'll be younger people getting it and kind of getting over it. Um, From what I've seen in the first wave, it was the first wave to me from what I saw at my own specific hospital and working with COVID patients is that COVID attacked middle-aged people. So from like late forties to sixties. But you saw them in the ICU. Yes. But even on the regular units, when I saw them, mm-hmm. it was still attacking the forties to 70 yeah. people. Everyone that I saw was like 30. Yeah. The seven, the 70 to a hundred year olds. Those are the people that are getting out of here and that are fighting this damn thing. They just go home on like two liters of oxygen. Grandma is fine. And she go home and call it a day. Now we are seeing a new wave of younger people like teens, twenties, thirties, that are coming in and that are unfortunately some of them are bent, some of them are not some of them have died some of them have not we actually lost a patient last week that was um was he late 40s early 50s something like that but he was morbidly obese diabetes hypertension blah 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 but um we do have you know even even as young as you know 16 and 17 and you know 21 and 23 you know we have those young kids that are coming in and um i think this new wave this because we we are technically in a this is the third wave this is not a a second wave this is definitely a third because now you have flu season on top of covid 
And so, um, but I do think you it's think flu season is going to be that bad if we're all sanitizing and washing our hands and wearing yes. masks? It's still going to be bad. Yes, do you think because flu season? even even last year before COVID even was a thing, um, even though the coronavirus is a real thing that people came in with all the time, but not coronavirus nineteen, the strain novel 19. coronavirus, exactly. So last year for for flu season, we had a lot of patients that were on ECMO. I do remember that flu, flu A. Yes, flu A was that was the bitch. That was the bitch. But the good thing about and it was the vaping. It was everyone the vaping. was vaping yes. and getting flu A, and then they were stuck on ECMO. Yes, they were stuck on ECMO, but not so much vents to a degree, which was kind of weird. Um, that people were on ECMO but able to not be have, they could wean them from a, the vent, they but they could the never they, take them off ECMO. Exactly. So we had a few people that had to. Get, I think we last year we only had a few like a and handful they were young. of patients. They were all young people. Yeah, they were like twenties, thirties, and there were only a handful of them that actually needed lung transplants this year because of covid and it's making your lungs fibrotic i would say we have had at least 20 30 patients that need lung transplants oh i feel like one of two gets lung transplants oh absolutely absolutely and they they can't all stay here they have to go out to different states or different other cities that have bigger programs that we have here and um so yeah i think with the flu season it's going to be double the deaths double the the you know foolishness with it um yeah. well i do think so the thing is older people are staying in right because they think i'm older yes if i get this shit it's bad yeah what's interesting to me is i think young people get this and even like you're 20 or 30 you may be healthy you may mm. have underlying shit but you don't know about it because it exactly. hasn't flared up it hasn't gotten bad enough you right. haven't really gone to the doctor it's just something that you've always really dealt with mm-hmm. so you think you're normal healthy living and then yeah. something hits you and you're fucked exactly and that's what's scary to me because yeah. i'm like you could be just a normal person thought and bopping in the world you've mm-hmm. never really had you've never gotten a surgery you're going to the hospital yeah. your checkups are usually pretty fine yeah but you could be living with something you don't know and this could be the one thing that just like knocks you on knocks your you, ass exactly. even if you're young because i feel like big medical problem it's always the big ones are like hypertension hyperlipidemia right obesity. diabetes di- mm. what did i say diabetes obesity that kind of stuff right <laughs> you to say diabetes and obesity at the yeah same time. <laughs> but you don't really get the big effects of that yeah. until you're like 45 you know what i mean yeah like yeah, that's yeah, when yeah. you start having to go to the doctor more frequently all right. that shit so all these people are out here the young people who are still doing stuff yeah and still people are still vaping i don't oh, understand yeah, why anybody me. in the health field or not why are you still smoking anything i said on the very first podcast if you are going to do drugs no i didn't say i didn't say it on my podcast i said it on my personal facebook page if you are going to to keep exactly personal page exactly if you are going to do drugs which i am not you know we're not pushers over here i'm not a pusher but i'm not i'm not a person that's gonna tell you not to do drugs i just personally think don't do the hard stuff like cocaine meth and heroin we aren't pro drugs but we are pro lungs that work thank you so if you can find another alternative to do your drugs with besides smoking so for those meth addicts cocaine Co- crack cocaine heroin i mean i'm, I'm Even not our promoting marijuana it, fiends out there but here's the i'm thing. looking at you i'm not promoting drugs but you have more veins than you have lungs that's all i'm saying that's on fucking so anatomy. if you can find a way to eat your your weed put it in some brownies make a tea you know make some weed gummy bears eat those okay because it's not gonna burn your esophagus out it's just not it's just now don't eat heroin because you your teeth gonna be just gone heroin Heron is the 1975 version. Okay, that sounds fun. Yeah. I'll try it. Um, I have bad asthma, as you know. Bad who? Asthma. Ever oh, heard of it? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, my lungs don't work. 
I know what it feels like to not be able to breathe. Yeah. It's fucking awful. Oh, yeah. Like, there's no worse feeling than taking a huge breath in and, like, you feel like your lungs have stopped halfway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I just, like, hate that for people. I yeah. hate that idea. And that's what all, everyone who has COVID, young, old, like, when you're negative and you're, like, on the mend, mm-hmm. you still, you just can't fucking breathe. You can't, and and then, your O2 stats are high and we're blasting yeah. you with oxygen and you still feel like you're suffocating. You do. And then, and this week, even too, um, even though we don't have a standard kind of thing with the, anyway, I guess we're going to sw- switch over to the rehab corner. Rehab. We're in the rehab corner. So this week in, um, at work, I had an, an incident that, not incident, but a situation that actually happened, um, which kind of put me back into reality back to reality oh there goes gravity oh he's so mad but he don't give up that easy we're on different pages what song are you singing i'm eminem what are you oh i was just the old back to life back to reality they play that in old movies fantasy yeah No, anyway, wrapping him in so um, so yeah, uh, this patient that I had, who's a you know forty something year early forty year old man, and um, he came in and moving perfectly fine, right? So I discharged him from my service. He's doing great, doing awesome. And then I was like, you know what? Let's just continue to work with him while he's here. He's you know requiring more oxygen, blah blah blah. He went from high flow to a BiPAP, which from high flow to BiPAP. The next step is intubation and on a ventilator, right? Which again, most physicians are trying to keep people off ventilators because once you go on, um, it's very difficult to get you off. And so once you go vent, your lungs, they don't vent. We'll work on it. Yeah, that was, yeah. So anyway, I told the, pa- I went in to go see the patient. And I was like, hey, just to let you know, I'm not going to see you today. Cause literally this man is on a hundred percent BiPAP, which is the highest amount of oxygen you can get on a BiPAP before you are intubated. And he was just like, I really want to work with you. Like, I really want to get up. I want to get out of this bed. There is BiPAP mask. There is BiPAP mask. So yes. he was really like, I really want to work with you. Exactly. I really want to get up. Yes. Wind tunnel and everything. And I just told him, I said, you know, listen, sir, I, I, I want you to work with me as much as I want you to work with me. And as much as I want you to do the home exercise program, I appreciate the fact that you want to work. But if you get into respiratory, like a respiratory issue, the next step is a ventilator. We can't bump up the BiPAP. We cannot. The next step is intubation. And I know you don't want that. So I think that it is best that you just rest. I know we couldn't see you yesterday or day before, you know, this is the second day in a row. We couldn't see you, but I'd ra- like, I'm, I'm not fearful that you're going to be so debilitated after two days of me not seeing you. And so but just after fear- a week on the vent, sir. After a couple of days on the vent is a different story. And so I just told him, I said, well, listen, you know, um, I won't be here on Friday, but I'm definitely going to be back on Monday, blah, blah, blah. I was like, you know, just, just, you know, d- during your, your, um, your TV shows and stuff. And he had a blood clot <laughs> in his leg. So I'm like, the next thing, the next thing I don't want to happen is that that shit, that, that shit travels to your lungs, gives you a PE, you end up on the vent anyway, or goes to your brain and kills you. So I'm like, okay, no, you just relax. Don't do no exercise. In just the medical field, we call that a hold, a strong hold. Strong, no. Let's just drop you from our case. So I'm like, but still get up to the bedside, come over with the nurses, blah, blah, blah. So before I leave, every patient's room, I always say, you know, is there anything I can get you before I leave? 
And so he said to me, well, will you pray for me? And I was like, absolutely. I said, well, would you want me to just pray for you in my own personal time? Or would you like for me to pray for you right now? And so he was like, no, I'd like for you to pray for me right now. Like tonight before I go to bed or like here right now. Only because, you know, when people, when people say, say, just pray for me, just keep me in your prayers, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, no. Do people tell you that at the hospital? They do. Maybe I just don't give off the holy vibe. Here's the thing. I cuss a lot, but I know Jesus. I know, you know, I know, you know, Jesus. No, but I tell that for for people in the audience who will listen to this podcast and just be like, wow, you pray to God, but you yes i do because god I mean, created well, bitch, i know jesus too what the fuck you do. i mean heck but maybe people don't see jesus in you Ooh, i'm kidding they see jesus in you oh, i see listen turn the mic off I'm i done. see I'm your done. i see your light that so shines in darkness i do thank you yeah why, I see your light. why the fuck don't strangers see that i'm pissed because they like to tell I'm you they're aliens, Christ's love but they <laughs> but they they like to tell you they're alien stories that's why you're that I don't even person get that. you get the alien stories i don't give a shit from anybody I, I fucking hate my job i'm quitting this is bullshit no you're not i'll pray for someone yeah you could pray for everybody that's amazing i mean yeah but i'd like them to ask i want them to see me and be like this bitch her prayers go straight to the top i'm gonna ask her to pray for me i'm pissed well the thing is like when when he said it to me and i was like yes i'll pray for you he literally reached out his hand to hold my hand and in that moment i'm thinking about before he said it i'm just thinking about okay let me just tell him real quick I'm, i gotta go with my other co-worker to go see the rest of these patients blah 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 and in that moment i just stopped and it was like it made me take pause because i'm just like i am so in a rigmarole of i gotta see all these COVID patients i gotta get my productivity i'm this i'm that i'm healthy blah 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 even though i am obese let's be very clear my bmi is high okay i but don't you suffer are, from you're on room air i'm on room air but i don't have hypertension i don't have hyper um high cholesterol i do you do mm-hmm. really wow i mean i just got all my lab work and stuff done it's actually familial Oh, well, see, I, all I got is obesity on my chart. That's it. Just obesity. That's kind of nice. And that's easy to fix. Well, it ain't easy to fix. It's, obesity is not <laughs> easy to fix. We're working through it. I'm trying to go to, I need to go to back to the gym. Anyway, neither here nor there. But me, him asking me to pray for him in that moment made me take pause to realize, Monica, life again is but a vapor. And the fact that, you know, and I even told him, I said, listen, I know that you are afraid. And it's okay to be afraid. It's okay to not know, but you're going to drive yourself crazy thinking about your numbers. Cause he kept looking at the monitor and seeing that even on a hundred percent BiPAP, his oxygen saturation was only 84%. Not great. Not great at all. And I'm just like, and so I literally prayed for him, but I prayed more. So I prayed for God to heal his body on this side of glory, but I also prayed that God will protect his mind and protect his thoughts just for peace. Are you the, kidding? That's exactly. So, and I was oh, like, so I said, God, you know, just cover him, cover his eye gates, his ear gates you know his thought gates everything he thinks about let it be something that's positive and i told i just told him like um, words of affirmation i was like tell yourself every time you get scared i'm going to make it out of this hospital i'm going to make it out of this hospital dude nothing has taught me the power of thoughts and words like the fucking hospital oh yeah because there's just you know exactly who they are the patients that are just like this is it i'm over tell them i'm done and they tank they do. And the patients who you're like, this bitch isn't going to fucking make it. Yeah. But all right, let's keep going in there and yeah. working on it. But they're like, no, I got it. We're going to do it. We're exactly. going to do it. We're going to do it. And, it, the one and thing, they make it. They do. And and the one thing that I that I didn't ask him, which I which I thought about it after the fact was, I didn't ask him, you know, who does he pray to? Because I, if you're asking me to pray for you, I'm just going to pray to the person I know, which is Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the Lord one who's and for me. Now, if you wanted me to, to, to pray to somebody else, I would have then called the chaplain like, hey. You know, I kind of do like not the prayer my that jam, my um, but I appreciate you. Yeah, I kind of do like what my what my uh, my uncle does. Uh, shout out to my uncle Jerry because he was in the military. Hey Jerry, and so he basically prays like this very generic prayer. He'll be like, "Father, in your name." <laughs> 
Now, whoever your father is, <laughs> that's who your father is. <laughs> he was like, and you're a great big name. Because <laughs> he has to do it, you know, very generic because there are so many different religions and but stuff out there. But there's also something so powerful and like, hey, I might not believe in what or who you believe in, but I believe it's so specific to myself. And yeah. I believe it changes things in my life and I want them I'm praying to them to change things in your life. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. He was even very tearful because I mean, I don't care how big and strong you think you are. When you get into a situation that you cannot control anything, even, I mean, we had, a, we had a physician in, in our, in our ICU uh, with COVID and, you know, I just told him, I said, listen, sir, let me just tell you now, you're going to have to pick a struggle, either be patient or be physician, but you cannot be both in here. And he was like, I know. And I said, forget everything you've learned in med school. I don't care. You are no longer a physician. When you become a patient, uh -huh. you have to control what you can control in this box. So Eat even as food, a, exactly breathe. Exactly. And, and I was basically like when I was doing my assessment with him and he was walking and I, and I was doing, doing my gait assessment, I said, do not look at the monitor. I literally had my coworker turn the monitor so he could not see it. And he was like, well, see now you, now you're being mean. Why won't you let me look at the monitor? Because you're going to freak yourself out that because scary. you, because you see your O2 set go to 80%. I get scared as a therapist. I don't even have the issue. But when I see those numbers, I'm like, oh, shit. All right. And especially when you see a beautiful waveform and that thing is just <laughs> sitting like, at 77. Oh, and you're like, it's not going mm, up either. All right. Let's go back to the bed. And you try and you try to give it a chance to like come back up and you're like, all right, let's take some deep breaths in through your nose, out through your mouth. My favorite is so your numbers look great. Your numbers are great. And I we want just you to lying. know that. I want you to know that's like down. It's like 80. We just 80, be lying. No, and COVID, 79. COVID, they be 67. And you be like, I'm like, Shit. so the numbers are great. Your heart rate looks great. We're just going to take some deep breaths in. Bitch, why would I be telling you to take deep breaths if your numbers look fucking Thank great? Thank you. I want you to smell the flowers, blow out the birthday candles. Uh-huh, every time. Meanwhile, they're one second from a ventilator. And I, the thing is, I have had that happen in my career where I have been working with a patient. Not This is, you know, pre-COVID where I've been working with a patient and their O2 sets went down so low until they had to get intubated. And I'm like, you feel like such a piece of shit yeah. that you were trying to work with them and you realize what's happening in real time, but you can't stop it. But you know how helpful and how beneficial your work is, but you also realize on the back end how harmful therapy can actually be to a degree. It's a very fine line. Oh yeah. It's like, if I don't get you up, this will be so much worse in yeah. a couple of days. But if I do get you up, it could be so much worse now yeah you got to learn how to teeter-totter on those lines mm -hmm. i mean i've had patients who have coded and died after i've worked with them who have coded in the middle of me treating them yeah i don't have the touch and i had to call so. a cold blue and i'm just like damn it i gotta do compression and as soon as i see an rt i'm like bitch this take thing, over yeah, yeah. i have the stroke touch i don't have the death touch okay well i don't have the death touch either mm. even though when i did work at this other hospital my other co-workers they called me the black widow it be only because two patients died after i saw them but that wasn't my fault dude what the fuck that wasn't my it fault i feel like it happened there's time there's waves you know how like there's waves where we have like marfans or um, oh yeah 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 mycenae gravis like right. you just see a bunch of patients yeah there's time remember that time where every patient i saw stroked after or they'd call a stroke alert right after yes, and i was I like it's that. me yeah i feel like there's times when you're like you know yeah i had a wave of VTech. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah. I had this one I remember I had this one patient. His uh pacemaker was firing. And for those of you that are not familiar <laughs> with pacemakers, a pacemaker is basically controlling your heart rate, right? The but pace. It paces you. So but if your heart rate gets too low, the pacemaker will shock the What's shit up? out of you. Hey, it's, a, bitch, wake it's, back up. it's literally an internal defibrillator. And this one man, his for some reason his pacer needed to be re -inter interrogated 
and he was just sitting in the chair and the damn thing was shocking the shit out of him. So myself and the nurse, she saw me in the hallway. She's like, Monica, can you just help me get this patient to the bed real quick? And I'm like, sure, not a problem. So I go in and he's like, oh my God, it's going to shock me again. I already know. I just don't know what's going to happen. And we're like, well, let's get you back to the bed. <laughs> Literally, we stand this man up. And as soon as we stand him up, the pacer shocks him. Both me and the nurse thought we were electrocuted. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as it did it, it was just like, ah! <laughs> we were like, throw him in the bed, just throw him in the bed. You know what? You know those patients who like the doctors come in and they've explained everything and they're like, sir, you need this procedure. Sir, yeah. you need this device. Like it will save your life. We have to do it. There's nothing else. And there's patients that are just like, no. And we're always, doing it. we're always thinking like on the other side, we're like, okay, listen, if a doctor came in and told me this is the only way I could live, I'd fucking do it. But I hear stories like this and I'm yes. like, here's where I'm like, nope, you're not putting that shit in me. I don't fucking want it. Nope. I've heard stories. Listen, I don't fucking want it. That was the, mo and the thing is you're not going to get electrocuted from a pacemaker from somebody else's body. <laughs> but just in that moment, the way he jolts, it literally looks like somebody just put an AED on him and just shocked the shit out of Did him. But like it's inside, it's in your fucking it's heart. It's in your heart and you're uh, you're awake and alert and it's almost like adult it's hiccups. Like acid reflex from hell. Yes, like uh, hiccups as an adult hurts. Well, maybe just mine. When I have hiccups as an adult, that shit hurts. And so for him to be like, I know it's getting ready to happen. I don't know when it's going to happen. Dude. Or when they like cardioverter the patient, like cardioversion is like torture. And every time I see it, I'm just like, you fucking bastards of cardiologists. How dare you do mm -hmm. that? Or electrophysiologists rather. But it's the, it's the most painful thing to watch Dude, somebody be awake at, and alert and have them shot. 7 30 a.m when i chart view and it says at 5 a.m they got cardioverted i said we're gonna let you rest Listen, sir if you, you want to get time. up you can if not but I'm if not i'm not you can you can take yeah. the day shit it's horrible it but it was it was a great opportunity for me to be able to again take pause because i have been suffering from burnout as a physical therapist yeah because i've been working with covid since march and um, there's this other stuff that's going on as well too um just in at my job and just a bunch of stupid stuff that i don't have control over at the moment but um and that's adding on top of the burnout which is making it way worse but it was a wonderful reminder that monica you can't move so fast and you can't do so much that you don't take pause because there are a lot of as as much as you think your life is you know not in shambles but as much as you think you go through on a day-to-day -day basis this person is literally in the hospital fighting for their life, fighting for their own sanity. And it just, it just makes you more grateful. It just makes you more grateful. It is very hard to work in the hospital, but especially in the ICU because it's so business to you. Like I have yeah. this list of people to see, this is what we're going to do. This mm -hmm. is what I have to get through. I have to move, move, move. But like, yeah, all of these people are very sick. Absolutely. And you forget, like you get to leave the room, you get to leave the fucking hospital exactly. and they don't. And I hate, like, you know, those patients you get. And it's one of those days where like, everything has gone not wrong but like everything's taken longer than it needed to or no one yeah. was ready when you needed them to be and you've had right. to shuffle eight times and there's a patient who's just like a fucking talker yeah they just want to talk because yeah. and i hate it because i'm like i know no one's in your room i know no one's been yeah, here i lonely. know you haven't gotten to talk to anybody mm -hmm. i know you're scared i know you're going through this this and that i know yeah. i know that probably no doctor has decided to come and talk to you about what's going on mm -hmm. in the procedure because they're they're also very busy and focused on the shit but also i'm like i have four other patients to see <laughs> and i have exactly. one hour to do it sir yeah and i know you want to talk and you're so sweet but like i gotta fuck and it, i always have those moments where i'm like you need to stop yeah and just listen yeah. and you're gonna run out of time but it'll be okay because guess what you get to leave you yeah that's very true and you and and then thing is too i think to a degree some people play on that especially when it comes to leadership 
Um, and even, even some physicians, they will play on that because they know that you have a heart for people and they will be like, well, they really need you. Like the only way they're going to get out of here is if you go and see them. And it's oh, like, um, I'm not Jesus. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I don't care how many ankle pumps and longer quads I tell you to do. You are not going to survive this if it's not God's will for you to survive it or whoever you believe in. Well, or I if can it's only not the universal push you as much as you are allowing yourself to be pushed. Exactly. There's, and, there's a, Okay. This job is hard because you have to have the clinical knowledge for it, right? Right. But you also have to be the kind of person who is very sensitive to the fact that I can push you this far and it will mm-hmm. be helpful. I can push you this far and it would be Dangerous. detrimental. Absolutely. And I can not push you at all and it would be helpful or I can not push you at all and it will really set you back. Exactly. And there's some people like you just never it, like one person can one day need to be pushed and the next day you need to just mm-hmm. leave them the fuck alone. Absolutely. And then the next day you need to push, but not as hard as you do. You know what I mean? Right. And you have to be very sensitive to that, especially in these situations and people don't get that. Yeah. I mean, we even had this, you know, another patient who we've been working with for, you know, two months now and you as a therapist, you're not getting anywhere with this patient. And that plays on you as well too. Like, what does it say about my level of skill set that I have not been able to, to progress you? But at the same time, it's not my skill set because there's been another group of people that have been in here and they've gotten nowhere with you either. So it's clearly not us. It's mm-hmm. you. And even too, you have in these situations, especially working with, working with COVID, where these patients don't have a fight and they want to give up and they will literally tell us in the moment. I can't do this anymore. I just want to die. I just want to die. And then it's like, well, do you really want to die? Or do you just want the pain and the, 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 the fact that you can't breathe to stop? But there are some patients that are like, no, no, I'm serious. Like you need to get yeah. palliative in here. I, I just, I no longer want to fight. I don't have it in but me. I'm tired. But that's literally against everything in our profession. Like we're yeah. there to fix. We're there to heal. We're Absolutely. there to get function and get you back to baseline. Yeah. So when someone tells you that, I feel like it's very natural to be like, no, oh my God. We you don't want to die. Don't say that. And it's so shitty to think that someone in that position is just so tired and so overwhelmed yeah. and just over it and they're like i'm done yeah and for one other person to come in and be like mm, are you actually blah, blah, blah. but then even on the flip side of that you know you have these patients <laughs> i hate to say this but it's just the truth anybody who works in, in a hospital setting and in the icu when you see as much death as we do you see death coming yeah you do you see like, smell death, like death. you smell and it, and then when a patient goes through the surge which everyone who works in healthcare who has been around death the surge is when your patient has this absolutely amazing day where they everything goes well for them. They're awake, they're, they're alert, ready. they're eating, they're working out with therapy. They do amazing, and the next day they die. Drop. And it's like you when you see this, you're just like, wow, they did amazing. And then when you think about it, you're like, shit. That was it. That was the fucking surge. And literally the next day, your patient's dead. And you're like, what the hell? But it's so real. But then you have some other patients who you're just like, you you ain't got, you ain't about that life. Just call palliative. <laughs> Put them on hospice. This ain't gonna Listen, work out. I don't for want you. it, and I have. This is I don't the hard have the patience for it. Just call palliative. This is the hard thing about our job. Yeah, there are especially right now. We are very. There's a lot of people in the hospital who need therapy, and yeah. we don't have enough staff right now to give them exactly therapy. All right. Mm-hmm. So when you walk into a room of someone that you have on your list and you're trying to see them and they don't want to be seen, but you're trying to make it happen and they're just not making it work. It's Mm -hmm. so frustrating on our end because you're like, listen, A, there's tens of people right now who wish that they were functional enough to get this therapy, right? B, there's tens, twenties of people here. Mm -hmm. That sounds like such a low number. It really is a lot. I swear. (laughs) There's a lot of people who are sitting on a no time list right now because we can't get to them and yeah. they would love to work with therapy, yeah. but we can't get to them. So it, 
And it's very hard to go in there and be like, okay, come on, let's work. I'm here for you. When you're like, come on, it's either now or never. We have all these yeah. people who want it and you don't. Yeah. And even you have to, you have to be very mean sometimes and tell them, listen, as sick as you think you are and as sick as you actually are, there is somebody intubated and sedated who's prone, mm -hmm. who can't even open their eyes and they're not even awake. They, they would kill to have your level of sickness. And that sucks too. Cause you're like this, this is a shitty situation yeah. for you. And I know you're not where you're supposed to be, but you're doing so much better than you think you're doing. Exactly. And there's people down there who can only blink their eyes and they wish yep. that they could do what you're doing. And that's why when people like but non you COVID, it's so hard to, you can't do that. You can't be like, especially yeah. with strokes, you know how like, mm -hmm one guy will have a stroke and his like fingers don't work yeah and another guy will have a stroke and the whole left side of his body is exactly out. and you can't go into a room and be like listen sir i know you can't open this bottle of toothpaste <laughs> right now but motherfucker down the hall right. can't get out of bed on his own exactly. so i need you to get it together so that we can get this suck done suck it up you're you not going through it as much can. as you think you are because if i had a stroke and my fingers didn't work i'd also be bummed as shit exactly like, Fuck it. but it's yeah. just it's all perspective it's horrible all the way around and you know you you try your best to use these manipulative tactics and and sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. And, you know, like there are times where I, I told this patient the other day, he had a, um, uh, he's a COVID patient. Well, he's COVID negative now, but he ended up having, uh, what is it? A decortication. And of course I know that his, his side was going to be painful. They done shoved two chest tubes in. I was like, so I told him, I was like, listen, sir, <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to give, I was like, I was like, listen, sir, I'm going to just give you a warning. He was like, I really don't want to get up. And I said, I know you don't. I know you don't. And this is going to hurt like shit. I literally <laughs> said that verbatim to him. I said, sir, this is going to hurt like shit. Okay. It's going to hurt. But here's, here's the beauty of it hurting. You'll never feel that again. Cause now you know what to expect. And the more you move, the easier it will be. He was like, I don't believe you. You ain't got to. I just told you it's gonna hurt like shit. I didn't lie to you. I said, I will not blow smoke up your butt. This is going to be painful as shit. It's gonna hurt, but you got to do it. That's the only way to get off this machine. That's the only way to get out of this mm -hmm. hospital. You have to move. And he's like, well, can we go slow? Absolutely we can. Makes it worse, but yeah. It makes it work. Just snatch it off like a band-aid. Just go. I'm, that's why I tell people, I'm like, just get the fuck up. Just go. Just get up. Just Home, go. Shut the fuck Exactly. Up. And I was like, well, you can put a pillow here up underneath your side, squeeze it. He's like, no, no, just hold my hand. If I pull on it, it's going to be worse. So don't do that. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it, it, it just, it really sucks. But I'm, I'm grateful that I work at a facility where, you know, just even picking back off of the fact that my patient asked me to pray for him. I was, I'm very grateful that I work at a facility where religion is not questioned and mm -hmm. that religion and spirituality is welcomed and it is acceptable and that whatever religion you practice, um, they have a chaplain that's there for you. And these chaplains are trained to be able to move and shake in all different religions and all different spiritualities. Um, and in, even in that moment, the fact that, you know, again, he didn't, he didn't know anything about me. He didn't know if I was a Christian, Muslim, whatever. He was just like, I don't even care about that. I just need someone to get a prayer to someone else. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that I can do it right now. So can you please just pray for me? And, you know, like I said, even, even when I left out of the room, like I almost cried while I was praying. Cause it would, I mean, again, I'm, I'm not a religious person. I used to be, but once you de develop your own relationship with God, you know, after growing up in these <laughs> traditional stupid, anyway, Hall um, hallelujah, hallelujah night. Hallelujah night. <laughs> oh my God. That was, I was so mad I'm as a kid screaming. This is probably why I'm so angry now because we couldn't even have a freaking Christmas tree. We couldn't even wear pants as kids. You didn't have a Christmas tree. No. Were you Jehovah's witness? No, I fuck? was not. I was just a regular old Christian. Why apostolic. Christmas tree. 
How are you going to celebrate Jesus without a, a pagan, tree? It's a pagan holiday, but we got gifts on Christmas. How backwards is that? Anyway. Ass backwards. It's just a stupid tradition that people just don't, uh, can't wear pants, can't wear, you can't wear red nail polish, you can't wear earrings. And oh my I, God, yeah. No red nail polish. I didn't even get my slut. ears pierced until I was in college. <gasps> Whore. Listen, I went crazy. Why do you think I am the way I am? This is why I cuss so much <laughs> because I couldn't do it as a kid. That's I mean, wild. I don't think any kid should be cussing, but I'm just saying. The reality is, I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to say what I want to say. Fuck all that. So anyway, um, yes. So I do I do cuss a lot, but I know Jesus and I know his word. Let's be very clear. Anywho. Um, okay. I want to talk to you about something. Going back to working in the hospital, yeah. burnout, all that shit. Mm-hmm. I want to read you something. So Ooh, my, yes. Yeah. So I have a friend who works at a hospital. She does a job very similar to yours. Yeah um and she just we had been talking about like um taking time off and burnout and all the shit and traveling Mm -hmm. and how much people have been traveling during covid yada 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 yeah so her boss had sent her an email basically that said um because she had requested some days off Mm -hmm. her boss had said like i've approved this pto for you Mm -hmm. the days that you wanted but just know if it comes closer to the day and you're planning to travel to somewhere that's a covid hot spot i will basically not be able to approve the PTO that I've already pre-approved because you will then need extra days to take off to self-quarantine. So just know that you may not get those days closer to the date. Isn't that some bullshit? First of all, why is it your business where I'm going? That's what, okay. I thought you couldn't ask that shit. It is, first of all, if I call in, it is illegal for you to ask me why I'm calling in. Now you can try to play this bullshit about, well, we're just concerned. No, the fuck you're not. You're being nosy. Is is it your back? Is it, you got to poop? No, bitch, I'm not coming in. But how the fuck are you, I can understand saying like, hey, I'm going to give you these dates, but just know if you're going to this, this, or this place, you will also be required to take additional days after. Exactly. But you can't say like, oh, I gave you the days off, but if you let me know you're going to somewhere crazy, which I will ask you about, then yeah. I'm not going to give you the days because then you'll need too many days and I'm not going to prove that. What the fuck? First of all, I am entitled, if the company get offers me PTO, I am entitled to take my PTO whenever I want to. And I don't care if you ain't got the staffing for it or not. That ain't my business. I'm not a staffer. I don't get paid to staff. I don't get paid to staff. That's your problem to deal with. Now, I'm telling you, I will not be here on these dates, these dates, and these dates. You better work that shit out. That's why you got PRN people. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you got... If you stayed in town, you got COVID, you didn't have PTO, wouldn't they still have to fucking give you time off to quarantine anyway? Exactly. So what the fuck does it matter if you're leaving? First, here's what I want everybody in leadership to understand. Please go back and read your company policy on approving PTO because it is, if your company offers it and you decline my PTO because of your own personal hookup, guess what? That is illegal and I can sue your ass. I'm just tired of, I know that's other places, but healthcare because the here's the thing the 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 supervisor whoever in her position if they want to take time off they're gonna take as much time off as, as they, they want, want to, to and they're gonna go wherever the hell they want to and they ain't gonna tell you shit mm-hmm. so don't come tell me something that you wouldn't do with your hypocritical yeah. stank ass and like i understand telling people like hey covid's crazy don't travel here or be careful traveling here or whatever but like also fuck that oh uh, we're right. all burned out we're all stressed as fuck if i want to go see my family for the holidays and i'm just seeing my family who hasn't seen anybody else what the fuck is the difference i don't care if i want to go to wuhan <laughs> if i want to if i want to go vacation in motherfucking you wuhan bitch i'm going to wuhan okay <laughs> good luck getting the fucking bto <laughs> and, and if i post pictures and i tag my location as fucking wuhan bitch you better not say nothing well like i'm just what the i would i can't 
Girl, these people, uh uh-uh. I cannot tell. How are you going to tell me? You better tell me where you're going with your three days off that I gave you. So where do you plan to go? I'm sorry, is this a company policy where you have to ask me? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, no, we're we're just trying to make, no, I don't care what you're trying to do. Is this company policy that you, and is it in the code of conduct and the company policy that states that you must know the exact location of where I am going when I am on my said PTO? And if not, I suggest you get your ass out of my face and stop asking me dumbass questions. The idea that someone would try to tell me I couldn't fucking go home for Christmas. What girl? Listen, because then I would need too many days off to quarantine. Bitch, as a company, wouldn't you just hope that I would be honest with you and you'd give me the time anyway to be safe? Exactly. I mean, we, we've had coworkers who have gone internationally since out of the, the pandemic. fucking country, and everyone's like, "When are you coming back to work?" Because uh, we're short-staffed. Exactly. Wear your mask, even too. Wear your shield, but and these, get the fuck back on the floor. But these people have been responsible enough to go to employee health and say, "Hey." I have plans to travel to wherever. Do I need to quarantine before I even book my ticket, before uh-huh. I even ask for PTO? I just want to know, is this considered a hot spot and will I have to quarantine? And they will say, let me look at the list. Nope, this is not considered a hot spot. but if you just monitor your symptoms, if you, if you feel this, this and that, and then they can have some kind of letter from, from employee health that uh-huh. says, yes, they did come and ask us as of right now, as of this date, this is not considered a hot spot. You can go to here. So there have been people who are, who are responsible in that nature, especially who have been working with COVID patients but it is not there it is not there uh it is not your business where somebody decides to travel like the pto is just that it's just pt it's just the paid time the days so what the, that's what i'm saying I, See, don't, I don't even think pto even though pto does stand for paid time off to me pto means personal time off it's my personal motherfucking <laughs> business bitch <laughs> stay out of it stay out of my business i don't ask like, you where you all going I, all i have to do is be respectful and tell you with enough time in advance that i will not be showing up these days that's it oh are you traveling for leisure or business none of your business bitch you can't fucking ask me that don't ask me I, you what you if doing i was having that? what if i was having some very what if i was having a procedure done oh they'll ask that too and I was like, I didn't want anyone to know. What if I was getting my boobs done? And I was like, this is very personal. I don't want anyone to know about it. What if I was getting a hemorrhoid removed? So <laughs> your fucking business. Or that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you over here. So Monica's going to be out of town for two weeks because she's getting a hemorrhoid removed. So we need somebody to pick up her weekend. I will sue you and this entire <laughs> fucking company for putting my hemorrhoid business out of the streets. How dare you? <laughs> That's what I'm fucking saying. I'd be pissed. People are just nosy. Like, understand your company policy. If you want to know where I'm going, come to me as a as a colleague, not as a person in leadership asking me where the hell I am going. That is not your business. And you, even if I call in, if I say, hey, um, so I won't be able to make it into work today. So, so what's going on? None of your fucking business, bitch. You need to find a PRM person that's coming in because I ain't gonna be there, okay? Don't tell, but don't approve my fucking days and just say like, oh, but two days before if we figure out that you're going somewhere yeah. and we don't like where you're going we're taking those days away no see and this i'm is- still calling in and guess what you'll still have to fucking fill my position exactly and here's here's my thing too this is why i will always say this to people do not allow your coworkers to follow you on social media yeah, and if you up. do this is what and i am not ashamed to say this i have a personal and a professional facebook a personal and a professional Instagram. Some people go, I, I, I ain't got, got time to be managing all them two things. Oh, I don't manage nothing because I put one profile picture on there and I don't post shit, but I look at all y'all stuff. Now, if you want to block me, that's cool. You can go ahead and do that. This ain't nothing that's been new. Everybody in the professional world know that. Okay. No, you cannot. You come over here to my, to my private uh, Facebook or Instagram and I'm going to block your ass. 
Actually, I've already blocked most of the people, so you can't even find me. Oh, Monica, I noticed you blocked me on Instagram. I sure did. Well, why are we not friends? No, we're coworkers, and that's the difference. You think we're friends, but we're not. Because uh-huh. you run your mouth too much. You talk too much. Shut the fuck up. Don't start no shit, won't be no shit. Girl, people just got My this. thing is, everything potentially is a COVID hotspot. If there's people around, Thank it's a COVID you. hotspot. So you're telling me I can't wear my mask, get on a fucking plane and sit there, go to see my family who also hasn't seen anybody and fly back, but a person who stays in this city could go to a fucking rave, and that's exactly. cool, and they can come back, and they could take their days, but I can't take my fucking days? Listen, I have not seen my mother since December of last year. I have not seen my nephew since August of last year. Okay. All of them were supposed to come here in May for my birthday. And that got canceled because of COVID. If I want to go fly to the, again, if my family is in Wuhan and I want to go travel to <laughs> Wuhan, guess what? I will be tra- traveling to as long as my passport get me there. I'll be traveling to Wuhan and I'm going to post all kind of pictures and I'm going to tag my location. Mm-hmm. And that still ain't none of your business. Because you don't uh, know I was actually there. Just because I po- there's plenty of people who will post pictures. Throwback. Uh, thank you. Latergram. Hello. I would say, girl, if you're listening and you know you are, tag that shit Latergram. I don't care if there's a Christmas tree in it and a calendar and the time. Latergram. Listen, you are not entitled to know what I do on my personal time. It, it is not your business what I do on my personal time. No more like it is my business to know what you do on your personal time. Because people in leadership will always play that shit. Whatever be... I'm going to go camping for a week and I'll be gone. Well, where are you going to be at? I'd rather not say, oh, no, no, no. But you was all in my business asking me where the hell I was going, though. So keep that same energy, love. Can you imagine if as a team, like as a unit, we had to approve our supervisor's PTO? Oh, I'd never approve just like, despite them. Like the hundred and whatever therapists had to get, to get, to get mm-hmm. together and the supervisors were like, we're, okay, I want to take off this time. We'd be like, eh. So where are you going? That's not going to work for us. For how long? So what do you plan to we do? We already have itinerary? another supervisor off that day. Yeah. So we so need we you to come in. We can't. I'm sorry. We live. can't. No. Mm-mm. You have to work all major and minor holidays. Like my thing is just be respectful. Understand that people need, people have the right to take off when they want to for how long they want to. And you as a company have to deal with it. This is America. But not even, it's not even about America. This is just about human decency. Oh, that's because true. I mean, even, even the CEO of our company, you know, I remember they sent out an email and was like, this motherfucker go on vacation. <laughs> And we were like, in the middle of a pandemic? Yes. He is the CEO of a major corporation. He said, I'm getting the fuck up out of here. Listen, that man probably before the pandemic looked like Obama at the beginning of his administration. Two months after the pandemic, the man got gray hair. He is stressed. Before he have a heart attack, because he's he's responsible for tens of thousands of jobs, let this man go with his family for a week and go relax and rest his brain and let somebody else deal with the the day-to-day work. He deserves that. Now, if the CEO of a company deserves a vacation, why doesn't the people who, who are actually putting in the physical work, because he's putting in the intellectual work, let's be clear. He's not actually on the floor seeing patients cleaning doing all these things right but he's he's having to deal with the intellectual you know um taxing of his brain to figure out all of this stuff because he's the one who has to approve it all i don't care how many people sit at the table with him and figure it out or help him solve the problem he still ultimately is is 
uh, responsible for every decision that they make. Because mm-hmm. it falls back on him. The tact. There is a way to talk to employees. Yes. There's a way to talk to subordinates. Exactly. I feel like you could, the email could have just been like, listen, you're all adult, yeah. respectable, responsible people. We would appreciate if you're traveling and you let us know. That way we could work in if you How need you to quarantine. somebody PTO? That's, it's that for me. You can't tell me I have the days then fucking take them away. It's it doesn't the, work like that. It's the reneging for me. How you gonna renege somebody PTO? He's like, mm, just <laughs> like snatch it like a fucking wig off your head fuck no you gave me the days that's yeah, it Those you're the dangling days. it like a carrot though like so i'm gonna prove it but, but it's contingent upon if you're gonna go to a hot spot the hot spots change every fucking day texas is a hot spot texas is huge <laughs> but also like you can't compare texas to a little state up in the northeast like north dakota yeah okay what the fuck no this is bullshit i yeah. say no i'm quitting i'm starting my own job no no i'm going to hr because you discriminated against me and you won't let me use my god-given pto that i was given and you you are violating uh some type of labor laws because you're in my business <laughs> that's all i'm saying you're in my business and you need to get out 100 okay? percent, girl thanks for writing in you know who you are yeah i say do whatever the fuck you want to go do. to hr because that's wear that's, a mask wash your hands that's microaggression at its full. I cannot stand you know microaggression. Hey, and you know what color this girl is? What is she? Black? Brown. Black. Brown. We'll call it black. She's mixed like me. And her, her uh, superior is... I would bet money she's white. That's just... But that, but that just shows, too, the lack of experience that this particular leader has. Because if you could send something crazy like that to say, hey, girl, yes, but no. But then, yes. Like, that's so confusing. I hate it. I just hate that. Here's the thing. Also, my group of friends, we are young professionals, right? Yeah. So I, I will speak for myself. I won't even speak for her. I feel like a baby in the workplace all the time. And I feel like I'm still in the school mentality mm-hmm. where whatever HR says goes, whatever my supervisor says goes because that's them. And I need to get out of it because half yes. the time they're just saying shit because they're like, well, I'm just going to say they it. don't know policy. They don't know policy, but also like if you are someone with authority and you say shit a lot of the time people are just gonna be like okay not me i know it's not you but you've also worked for fucking 38 years <laughs> no, you're old as shit you know the system i'm always like well she said it no, and i couldn't well, she's my boss thing. so that's it i have had to learn by going through stuff like that where i i thought that everything that my leader or you know supervisor or director said was bible and it's just like when you grow up, your parents tell you all this other kind of, you know, all this stuff. But then once you realize life for yourself, you move very different and you have to do that in every business that you go through. Because my, my very first job that I have, I didn't look at the company policy. I was just like, well, supervisor said so. I didn't realize what HR's role was. But once I realized that, no, 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 HR is a buffer between everybody Mm -hmm. you are supposed to be the neutral hr ain't nothing but neutral nancy's you're supposed to be and you are supposed to basically um in imply or not imply what's that's the wrong word um implement the company Mm -hmm. policy no matter what kind of bullying tactics that your supervisor uses because right there that's a bullying tactic yep maddie flannery one of my good friends told me human oh i thought you were telling the the person's name who wrote that i was like don't do that (laughs) maddie is not the person who wrote it but she works in hr and she told me yeah the first word in hr is human and that's how i'm supposed to treat you and you are a human resource exactly we are human resources for you because i was like i know hr is really just protecting the company and she was like no that's not I'm what HR is supposed to be. You. Exactly. And I was like, oh my God, I would love for you to be my HR rep. HR is supposed to be there for everybody involved at this company. Those hoes is for everybody. Those who? Those hoes. Hoes? Hoes. Like 
H O E S. These hoes, they for everybody. You don't know GCJ? Ever heard of him? I heard of Juicy J, but I didn't know what. You never know that song? I didn't know the rev- the relevance to HR and hoes. I didn't get it. Like these hoes are for everybody. Like HR is for everybody. Oh, okay, I'm not, okay. This is God. You're just no. I was just trying to get the relevance. I didn't. It went no, over my head. no, it's fine. Joke didn't hit like it was supposed to. Oh, okay. Cancel. Move on. Because you were you were saying a Juicy J line. Gotcha. Anyway, last thing I want to talk about. COVID related, kind of. Our good friends, the Kim Kardashian Jenner West. Yes. Jesus, those are your friends. My good friends. So Kim posted, first of all, all 2020, everyone's been like, own your privilege, own your money, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Kim, Kimberly posted a picture. It was her 40th birthday. Kanye got her a hologram of her father. Did you see that? Creepy. It was insane. Anyway, she posted and she was like, after two weeks of quarantining and multiple medical tests, like I took my very most inner circle to a private island so for my mm-hmm. birthday so we could pretend like life wasn't a piece of shit for two weeks, right? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> the internet went the fuck off. Why? They're pissed. They were just like, read the room, Kim. People are dying. Like, you're so wealthy. You don't even realize what people are going through. We're all here having this shitty time. And I was just like, first of all, y'all are singing the same song everyone's been singing all 2020. But... My thing is, you can sit here and talk shit about Kim Kardashian, but you done had a doggone party for your grandma, for your for your child, and all this other kind of bullshit. So what's the difference between her flying her people to a private island versus you having a party and still living your life the way you did it anyway? Millions of dollars. But, but that's, that's not it. even a difference. The, the point is still the same. The basis is still the same. Let me do something to escape my reality. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you, I cannot say that if i had the money and the resources that she did i would not be like y'all hold it down for two weeks don't fucking leave the house and i swear i'll fly you out listen i would do the same thing hey mama my sisters my nephew hey i'm gonna get y'all some tests test yourself give me the results and we about to be out that's what i'm saying and like i'm not supposed to post pictures in a beautiful island that i fucking rented out for just my family and friends kim kardashian's success is none of our business what she chooses to do with her life and her monties is her business just like again when you go people that have been out for halloween still going out to the clubs when you do all this shit it's nobody's business right mm-hmm. Keep because that guess same what? energy. if they're nervous about it or they're talking shit they don't have to be around you pretty much and none of us are gonna have the fucking chance to be around kim kardashian or any of her friends i don't really want to be around her or her friends but i I'm just, just want to know what she smells like but yeah same that took a turn. You Why? don't wonder what celebrities smell like? No. Like Rihanna smells like that perfume that smells like marshmallows. And Beyonce's house smells like those really expensive vanilla candles. Um, I smell my breath every day in a mask. I don't want to smell nobody. Oh, okay. And not that my breath stinks. It does at times, depending on what I've eaten for breakfast. And I've been in an N95. But I don't want to know what anybody smell like. Agree to disagree, but okay. Now, I love a, sm- a nice smell of man. You know who I would love to smell? Michael B. Jordan? No. Same. Definitely Ugh. not. I would love to smell Denzel Washington. That's a good one, too. Or Ving Rhames. Who? Ving Rhames. I'm sorry. Are you? What? You don't. Oh, you're so young. Ying have Ying? you seen, have you seen Baby Boy? Baby Boy, right? The and, movie I Baby love Boy? My, and I love Taraji like a baby boy. Like that? Like the movie? The movie Baby Boy that comes yeah, on with Taraji like every Saturday. and Tyrese. Yes. And so I remember her, the, Tyrese's mom's boyfriend who was drinking up the Kool-Aid naked in the oh, kitchen. Oh, what's his name? Right, Ving Rhames. Uh-huh. <laughs> you have no clue who that is. Don't worry about it. <laughs> anyway, I love a good smelling man. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but like, 
I'm not okay. Whatever. <laughs> You're not interested in what women who have shit tons of money and no. resources smell like. No. Why would I care what they smell like? Because I don't know. It's just interesting they what probably stink. rich people no, smell kidding. like. <laughs> <laughs> no, they probably smell just like regular people. But also, like, have you never heard people talk about Rihanna and the way she smells? Everyone who meets Rihanna is like, she smells amazing. Well, does she have a perfume line? She no. does, but she wears this other. It's killing. What's this expensive perfume? But anyway, mm. it's just interesting. I mean, with all that money, I would hope you smell good. If you around here rich and stank, you got a problem. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. I want to smell Kim Kardashian, but that's about it. But I'll never get the chance. Meh. I don't have to smell you. I don't have to to each his own. This is a great note to the episode on. Go out and smell a celebrity. Comment below what what celebrity you'd love to take a whiff of. Yeah. That's weird. No, it's remember, not. Okay, pause. you smell people when you remember, are near them. Remember, um, Erica Badu last year sold the vagina a candle, candle. Yes, that smelled like her sold vagina. Sold out, and I think so. Yeah. Did Gwyneth Paltrow? I think Gwyneth Paltrow just sold a candle called Vagina. I don't think it really smelled like her vagina, though. I don't. I don't think that. I mean, I don't know. We'll never know unless we try. Well, I think the candle was like fifty dollars, but it sold out super fast. First of all, I'm not buying. I'm not spending fifty dollars on a candle because I'm not that kind of candle girl. I go to Home Goods and Ross to get my candles. I don't even go to musty candles. No, they have great smelling Ow. candles, especially this one candle brand called DW. What is it? Design DW. Something? You know what DW is from? Arthur. Arthur. Arthur was a cartoon in my time, but yeah. Uh-huh. Every day when you're walking down the street, you know, people say that everybody they, that you there was meet a picture of them and people were like, I don't care what nobody says. These are all black kids. Cause the way that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the way that DW used to come at, um, well, wait, what's Arthur's uh, little sister's name? DW. DW. No, what was the, I mean, the friend, the friend. Um, uh, but, oh, it's not, oh. The girl. Francine. Francine, yes. They were somewhat, the way that Francine and DW used to go at it, and especially for DW, they was like, uh-uh, that little girl read like a black girl. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, um, what's the name? Buster? Bu- Buster, yeah, yeah, Buster. Yeah. It's going about some, he ain't nothing but albino. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, social Dude, media is so stupid. That show. Yo, they be cracking and old I people. And I said, hey. Hey, what a wonderful, wonderful kind of day. day. Hey, I'm gonna play and along, along with each other. And yeah. I said, hey, hey. All right, we you got there. to listen to your heart. That was Jamaican, yeah. It's got some reggae That's vibes. Black. I think I think the cartoon character is black. I'd buy it. Yeah. You think Caillou's black? Mixed. No, Caillou is <laughs> bald. What bald little up. kid you know like that that's not black? Mm, I don't think he. He's definitely not Hispanic. Uh, I would say he's like black, but raised in like white suburbia black. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah. What about little little Bill? Obviously, little black. Bill is just black, he's inner black. city black kid. <laughs> Wait, he's not inner city. He's definitely suburbs. No, his parents are like bankers or a doctor yeah. in the city. That's what I said. He's like he's suburbs. Little Bill is black suburbs. <laughs> Caillou is just freaking suburban little Bill. He just has a really round, like perfectly round bald head. Bill no william oh caillou caillou <laughs> i hate you <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna name my first kid caillou no Kai. you weren't you're not gonna do say it. i won't i'll do it you won't i'm gonna do it now listen that's not a dare you want you want your child to be able to have a job okay they don't want to look at their resume and discriminate against them okay this is why i'm grateful my mom named me monica actually my mom didn't name me my dad did my mom named me Alyssa because nothing bad rhymes with it no nope, you can't do it Padissa? Mm-hmm. i don't know nope exactly well, thanks everybody for tuning in to another episode. Y'all stay safe. Please vote. Vote, 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 vote. Wear a mask. Vote. Go to HR if you feel like it because your boss is probably fucking lying to you. 
That's very true. Know your company policy. <laughs> and on that note, peace out, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at The Face Off Pod. Be sure to tune in to The Face Off every Tuesday where new episodes are released. <laughs>